Mm-hmm. And everybody has an inner voice. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a minute too, because I think there's a uh, something interesting, something that I was told that maybe you can clarify or maybe not clarify, Lynn, too. All right. Okay. So. All right, we'll get into that. Hey, everyone. This is Anthony with Interviews with Everyday People. Um, you, you've seen this strapping gentleman on this camera a couple times. He, I, I interviewed Tim here. Um, he was on Not Cool in High School. Got the rain coming back? Yep, the rain's uh, back. So we are, we are officially in... We talked about it a little bit in your interview and talked about it on Not Cool in High School. We are officially in the barn. <laughs> we are <laughs> here. Barn. Um, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the coolest place on earth. We do shows out of here. We uh, promote it out of Mama's Barn, and this would be the mama of yeah. Mama's Barn. So introduce yourself. I'm March Kinsey. I'm Tim's mom. Been for 30 <laughs> years now. <laughs> she, yeah. And she claims all three years, all 30 years. I only have one kid. Years. I'll try anything once. If it hurts, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> and no. that's it. No. No. You <laughs> really tried delivering this head. Well, I've grown into it. But when I was a kid, I'm pretty sure my head was about the same size. That it it was off now. the charts. Yeah. I delivered a head. Just a <laughs> it was like a... Stewie. Yeah. Like a bo- yeah, it was like a bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, my nickname for the first couple of years of my life was uh, like Wobble or Wobble or something Wobble. like that. Yeah. Wobble the Hut. Yeah. Yeah, Wobble the hut. Because <laughs> I would sit on the couch. And this is like common of like newborns and whatever, but like not being able to support your own head. So you just like fall to one side <laughs> or whatever. And I would do that and they'd have to like hold me up with pillows and then, you know, fall forward or whatever. <laughs> Heidi I had did, a very large head too as a baby. I had to cut the sides of his little shirts to get it over his head. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a I, lot of, there's a lot of brains in there. That's what I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Mom said you'd grow into your body, and he did. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it doesn't look outlandish but now. Yeah, definitely a stewie. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, like I said, we're, we're here at the barn, and um, this is, it's on the property here of, of a family, your family owned home for, for many, many years, right? It's been, 57 years. Yeah. yeah. The, the inside of the house is just as breathtaking as the barn. It's, 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 uh, I can't even describe the decor. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, um, Mer- I mean, mermaid, definitely mermaid. It's like a dollhouse. It's like, mm-hmm. like if you had a toy dollhouse and you were to put stuff around it, it would literally look like that. I mean, it looks like someone gave, and with all due respect, mother. Oh, here we go. Like it looks like someone gave like the keys to like a thirteen-year-old girl, like to the house and was to a farm and was just like, do whatever you want. She's like, I'm gonna keep most of it because I don't feel like you know, redoing the whole thing. I'm gonna yeah. put. A lot of Gold, really pink, bright colors yeah, all pink, over the pink, place. Pink and fuzzy things everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. I think it's so cool. <laughs> the worst that can happen is you get hit with bubbles. Right? Yeah. Well, here I'll say this: like I'm personally growing up around it. It's a bit much for me because I'm a very <laughs> I'm a very simple man. But there's something to be said about most people don't live their lives like this because they're scared to show that they have it, to be brave enough to have style or or yeah. just to be like I'm going to hang this up just because it's cool and I want to hang it up mm-hmm. most people are like I'm going to get all my art from Walmart and I'm going to hang it in like some frame here's like a blueprint of how your house should look mm-hmm. and a lot of people try yeah, to do that yeah, that. Tra- I'm I'm the the sa- we're the same way like our house we have to remodel it and we're like it just I'm not handy and we don't have the money to do it because we have to pay somebody but uh, if you hear the in the background, there is rain. Uh, like I said, it's, we're, we are in a barn. That's it's a nice tin roof. Yeah. Tin roof. So, so if you do hear that, that's what it is. It's not. It's your, like it, ASMR. Yeah, just it's think not, of it that way. Yeah, it's not static. What you're hearing, it's it's the rain, which I think is it sounds awesome. It's so, it's just awesome here. I, I can't get over it. But anyway, um, if we had, I mean, it wouldn't be like this, but we would have like movie props and stuff. So we would be outside the box in the like our bathroom. That same thing. Yeah, you our could bathroom. Have a movie in here. And- 
Yeah. We want our bathroom to look like a motel bathroom when we remodel it. Yeah. Because our shower curtain is the scene from Psycho where where she where he's stabbing <laughs> the girl in the shower. And you're worried about me. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm really not. We're both in horror movies and stuff. Like, oh, really? Yeah, we're like, that's our, yeah. So well, that's we, too funny. Yeah, we want like horror, like movie themed stuff. Like the hallway that goes to our bedroom, she wants like photos of like famous kisses going oh, to the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I love when people, I think... A lot of people that have came here afterwards have said to me, you know what, I went home and I painted my bedroom. Yeah. Or I, I redid my living room. So, I mean, they're getting their, that creativity back. They're getting their box of crayons out again mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, I'd like to put my stamp on my house. Yeah. That's how I was raised. Everybody did that. Yep. You know? It, my father... Just, oh, I'm sorry. No. My father, when we were kids, he was walking past a, uh, a barber shop that was for sale, and he bought the contents. That's where the gumball machine came from and stuff. So, I mean, he bought the big barber pole and all the chairs, and in our basement, he made a bar, and it was a barber stop theme. Nice. And then, like I told you, we had a fire engine that he would take us all around on. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we just... Well, where's that at now? Um, it's down in New Orleans. It's down there for the Mardi Gras and stuff. You nice. Know, we have an uncle that lives down there. That's, That's awesome. where the Mardi Gras beats come. We uh, sponge off the relatives regularly. Yeah. It's a, it's a hobby in our family. I'm actually, I'm the only one who hasn't. I've never been down there. I've never been in the South. Really? To New Orleans. I would yeah. love to do a New Orleans once. Yeah. Oh, not oh, only, yeah. not only for the, the, the obviously the, 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 the Mardi Gras and the party scene, but like I said, we're both very into like the, the supernatural and. Yeah, well, those women and, down there, they're. Yeah, like. They're kicking. Yeah. yeah. But they're like swamp ladies. Yeah, so like the swamp have, voodoo and yeah. like. It's yeah, that, like, scary. And there's some like pretty iconic. How do you feel about that? I enjoyed it when I went down there, but I I have nothing but respect for them. Mm-hmm. I went to go through the Voodoo Museum and I tripped three times going in, so I thought I better just sit outside. <laughs> yeah. So it's not my thing. Yeah, I couldn't get in the museum. There's a lot of like so historical like, buildings that like people, the public aren't even allowed to be in <laughs> because they're that deemed haunted and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, but this isn't. Um, the, the mermaids theme and all that was always about, um, I was raised in a, in just a total happiness environment, you know, Smurfs and lollipops and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like Candyland. It's the best way. It's like Candyland. Yeah. Yeah. So when people, you know, tell me, oh, I'm depressed and I'm this and I'm that. I'm like, what's the matter? Because it just never, I never even met a depressed person to tell you the truth (laughs) growing up. I mean, we were all just running around here playing on the, in the farm and, you know, we didn't have any TV. Activity. I think activity, just, just from what I've learned, because I, I, I do suffer from it as well, but I think when I do my podcast and I stay active and I'm, I, I keep moving and I keep myself motivated and, and have something to go for, I think that definitely helps. But she described it the best. Heidi described it the best. We came in here. She's like, you just feel happy when you walk in the house. Yeah. The bright colors and, and, the, and the decor. Just, it, it, it's a very uplifting place. Like mm-hmm. Even in here, it's very uplifting. It's really cool. Like You just keep looking around and seeing something new you didn't notice before. It's like a very uplifting Cracker Barrel. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's very like 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 barn That's like terrible. that like that barn rustic. You it's know. a mermaid's pirate ship. Did you see Ex- the flag? Exactly. It's like a, it's a, yeah. It's yeah. If it's, a mermaid took over a, a pirate ship and then someone yeah, gave it's an all-girl pirate ship. We had a plank. <laughs> we have a. Um, we have the mermaid's head on the wall over there. We have the life preserver. Yeah, that's the theme. You just need a, uh, a bow, I guess. So you're supposed to be in a ship, a mermaid ship. That's is the idea behind it. I feel it. I feel it. That well, when you install a pool over here, you can have the pl- oh, you can have the plank come out out of your office mm-hmm. and jump off the plank into the pool. You know, people There's laughed at Walt Disney. There's never going to be a pool on this property. Yes, yes, there is. People <laughs> laughed at Walt Disney and stuff, you know. But there has to be people that 
when I was a kid, we went to Heisler's. That was mm -hmm. a big deal. We yeah. were up there mini golf. We went once a year if we were lucky, you know. And so you got to have some places where you can go and like going to the beach when you go to the boardwalk and the carousels are going and stuff like that, you know. So, I mean, but I never got a chance to do all that, you know, because there were so many kids and stuff. I mean, we went once a year and that was it. Mm -hmm. But why not make your home since you're stuck in it, you know, 24-7 or, you know, or you're working and you're coming home. Why not make your home your place you can't wait to get home to, you know, exactly. that makes you happy, not yeah. depressed, you know. I don't understand it. I really don't. How people are. Well, I know. think I think people take advantage of the idea of a home. Mm -hmm. I think for, I mean, how like how far back? How many generations do you have to go back before the idea of a room doesn't is a new concept? Yeah, you know. So or like, people having a place of their own to live. Like how like people were just living in family <coughs> huts for how long? Mm -hmm. you well, know? my point is somehow it got to be like, you know. Well, that, what I'm saying is that they lost the 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 respect of the original blessing of it yeah. like the fact that you get a you get a home and well and all these rules like you can't smoke you can't do this you can't laugh you can't and you kids are like missing so much fun mm -hmm. i mean we were driving around drinking in the back of cars and campfires don't do going that. And yeah, don't, don't drink and drive don't drink and drive <laughs> but, <laughs> but nobody no, like, was ever said that yeah you know what i mean and we mm -hmm. just were responsible like everybody knew if somebody screwed up the party was over yep so they would bring they would bring their stuff. They would have a good time. They would spend the night and they would leave. You mm -hmm. know, and we had a chip bucket. Everybody threw their keys in it, and you could have a good time. This place looked like Woodstock. Like my brother used to go around and invite everybody from the bars when they come to the farm, hang out here. So I get up in the morning. There was people sleeping all over the lawn in the house, That's everywhere. Awesome. You know, it's <laughs> so awesome. I know. And I'm like Rick, where are these people? He's like, I don't know. They just wanted to keep partying yet, so we brought them here. <laughs> Skookstock too. <laughs> How about it? Yeah. Now I know those days are over, you know, but uh, but they really aren't. You can still have what I always say is stay in your wing and do your thing. So when I bought this place, I thought, you know what? I'm going to make this like, you know, a little bit of Disneyland and Hershey Park and whatever else I had fun with as a kid, you know, and uh, have it be a place because I was raised this way. Everybody's allowed to come. Everybody has a good time, you know, and that's how we were. When mm -hmm. I got it, even my mother said to me, Margaret, share it or lose it. She goes, this farm, you are a caretaker. That's it. She said, it does not belong to one person. It's for everybody to use. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I bought the family fun house, you know. And, and, we've, and we've been trying to honor that just even, you know, now with, I mean, she's raised me with that. Like, the, you know, this this is, and so this isn't just, you know, her talk, but it's how she's shown me. Like, we, we've been doing shows here for a long time. We mentioned them, like, on our podcast. So it's it really is a place of, like, hey, like, you have more to there's more to life than just kind of the city you're living in or like mm -hmm. just come and stare at a pond for a couple of hours and just see if you're okay. Yeah. You know, or campfire or just sit around telling jokes and stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all going by the wayside and there's no reason for it. It doesn't cost anything either. Mm -hmm. It's free. Yeah. No. So, I mean, you have something and you're, you're sharing it with others, which is very, very, I think important. Now you, you have a, you have, you, you're called your mermaid club. Yeah. It's like mermaids. Um, like a retreat. It's a, I don't I don't even know how to describe it either. I mean, when I bought the place, I had was raised like that, that everybody could come and just, you know, that's there was always kids here running around and all mom and dad's friends and stuff and my aunts and uncles and all, and their friends and their kids. So, I mean, it never, I never had a home where just there wasn't anybody in it but your family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when I bought it, I was like, okay, we got, we got a place, you know? So then we just, I just started inviting all my friends over and their friends and everybody and that's how it just... You know, it's not open to the public, really. It's just for, you know, 
you know, if you, you want to come now that you came once and, mm-hmm. you know, then you can come back again and stuff. Because it is my home, too. So it's, yeah. it's sense, the but. sense of a community of people yeah. who, I guess, you know, the, the idea of like like-minded individuals who are just, who honored the sacredness of this place to, to not, you know, to not belittle it, but to be like, no, there's something special about, you know, this place and we try to make it special and, and you know, if you want to come and spend time here and you need to recharge your batteries with either staring at a lake or good conversations or, you know, drinking rum and Cokes until two You know, what's morning. funny for me yeah. is that we have to explain it even because it was, yeah. I was so raised this way and you guys like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing what I did when I was a kid. Yeah. I just got older. That's mm-hmm. all. You know, so it's, it's, do you yeah. think that we were raised a little bit more exclusively, maybe? That like that people were, in our generations are a little bit clickier than um, older generations? I, I was kind of raised in the same way you were. I was always raised with my cousins and my family. So yeah. it, I, I do, I can assimilate to that where um, maybe, and this is not a shot at anyone, but maybe not as a positive all the time. Like you, you, you described it. I mean, um, well, we were laughing all the time and we yeah. were telling jokes and stuff. Oh, we were laughing, but mostly it was at my expense. Uh, <laughs> That was Tommy. He was the youngest of everybody. Yeah. We killed him. Man. Yeah, that was that. That was me. I'm the one with the therapy. He's not doing great now. Yeah. Uh, he's in therapy. He runs a podcast. Yeah. Out and, you know. No, actually, he's in L.A. and he bought a place and it's open to everybody. He's running four wheelers all over the property. Nice. And stuff. Yeah. One day, one day. I'll but I mean, this was norm for us growing up. It really was, honest mm-hmm. to God. So I mean, when everybody comes in and goes, look at all this stuff. I'm like, well, what you know? So it's taking me a while even to understand why it's so interesting to other people because it's where i live Mm -hmm. you know yeah i feel like a part of my task of life is interpreting the world to my mother and and interpreting (laughs) my mother to the world so it's a double-edged sword but it's it's my i uh, just created a happy place and i live there and that's and i share it with everybody i can Mm -hmm. but what i wanted to show the retreat about was the girls all the mermaids that did come here over the last 30 years um, they all would bring stuff because, it, you know, if we needed a table or a chair or lights or whatever. So this is everybody's stuff that they didn't want, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but I mean, to contribute it like this, I mean, it's so beautiful. You really should take some more pictures of it before you leave. Definitely and, will be. I mean, it's so unique. And I, and I can look around here and I know every piece that everybody gave. Like, yeah, everything has a story. Yep. Yep. And we do crafts here and we do classes and, um, you know, like I said, people just need a hideaway. Mm-hmm. They need to get away. And we let people smoke cigarettes here. And they're like, oh, boy, you know. And I'm like, I can't believe it got to this. Like, yeah. you can't even sit down and have a cigarette. <laughs> so there's, like, you should see their faces when they say, can yeah. I smoke? Yeah, like when I we smoke? have shows I'm here like, and yeah. people are like, can, like, go outside of, like, you know, can I smoke in here? And I'm like, yeah, why, why wouldn't you be able to smoke in here? And they're like, well, A, it's a wooden barn. But it's like, well, yeah, just don't ash on the floor, No, well, yeah, if you burn, yeah. you know, you're 30 it's, years old. If you burn it, it down, you're going to screw us all, you know. Yeah. So. I guess, like common sense you know like we're i don't know just treat it with respect well and there's a feeling of ownership too i think when people come here because that's their umbrella and that's their chairs and you know so it's like this is their house right they're Mm -hmm. not gonna wreck it yeah we've never had like uh, any problems with shows we've we've done i don't know three years of shows here and never had anything broken i think maybe one time this gumball machine or something i don't know but nothing of you know, the, well, there's nothing in here that's would you know. It's what not do you a, mean? It's not priceless. You shatter every well. It's, yeah, but <laughs> everything in here is very breakable. Yeah, there's a balloon. I could pop that. <laughs> I just noticed that the, the walking space above us too. Yeah. That's yeah. This is the original 18. It's a pegged barn, 
and it's an 1898 pig barn. It was a pig barn. And so uh, there was a family of nine, actually, that lived here before we moved in. Mm -hmm. And then we had 13 kids plus six adults. And then they invited, like, if that wasn't enough, mom and dad invited everybody they knew. Mm -hmm. So... Like I said, there, the weekends, there was people running around everywhere. Like, you never even, you just, dad would say, here's their friends. Here's, here's our friends. Here's their kids. Go play with them. We're like, okay. So yeah. We, it's well, yeah. When you walk in, you walk in, it's kind of like, it, you walk into like the living room kitchen area and then off to the right, there's the, the bathroom. And then there's like your little back office area. Then the upstairs has three bedrooms and the attic is converted to a bedroom too, right? It's four. No, four. Oh yeah, four. Four bedrooms and then the attic's converted to a bedroom. <laughs> we can sleep 13. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you said growing it's, up, you slept in a, in a hay truck, right? That's correct. I slept in the hay wagon outside. Well, the adults <laughs> slept in that. We weren't allowed in the house. Yeah. Like when I bought it, it was the first time I was like, wow, I'm in the kitchen. Nobody's <laughs> throwing me out. You, know? <laughs> you said you had some people were in tents. Yeah, but they bought a tent from Sears, one of those big tents, and all the boys were in there. And then uh, the girls were allowed to sleep upstairs. There was army bunk beds, mm -hmm. and there they was were, eight of they them. They were in there until we bought it. So when we when we got the place, I, when I was nine, uh, there was I, I want to say like close to eight bunk beds yeah. in there, something yeah. like that. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, Art, six, like, seven. Yeah, there was eight bunk beds. Yeah, it's awesome. I remember like so when I was a kid, and like I would the same thing with uh, we mentioned before, like my her cousin would bring like family and stuff and whatnot, and as she said earlier, I'm an only child. So yeah, it was a it was a very big shift from like when she was growing up here, and there was just like everyone to mm -hmm. just like me and her. But it was it was so fascinating to just see a place that just accommodated so many people. Mm -hmm. It was great. I yeah. can't believe there's been thousands and thousands of people through here. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. Well, I may have told you this story before. For a little farmhouse, you know. Yeah. I I was at the coffee shop and we were having a show there and my buddy uh, Condition Oakland was playing mm -hmm. and a guy came up and asked me what time they were playing on Saturday. It was a couple of days before, and I told him what time. And then I'm like, well, how do you how do you know them? And he's like, well, I've actually seen them in your barn. And I'm like, oh, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> so it's you know it's encouraging to yeah. just be like this place is like so open that I like I'm meeting a dude somewhere else who's been here. Theoretically, I held that show. I probably hosted it, so I I should have known if he was here. Yeah. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's cool to me. Well, yeah. actually when people listen to this you're going to find out they're going to be like, "Oh, I went there. I got my cards read or I was outside mm -hmm. at the campfire or whatever, you know." But my brother, what was really great is in 1980, we moved up here full time. And my dad built the house up the hill here. And he goes, you kids can have that old farm, right? And my brother was in a fraternity, and this was Animal House time and all. Yeah. But he was in Thigh Kappa Theta fraternity down at LaSalle College. And he had all these buddies, you know, and then I had all my friends. And, and so, like, we just, he just brought the whole fraternity up. <laughs> I met, introduced him to all the local Louis, people. Louis. Oh, oh. It, was, it, was, it was unbelievably great. And that was just the start of it. And then afterwards, when I bought it, then I had all the mermaids here and all their friends and their family and their, you know. So, I mean, it, you couldn't even count. You really couldn't count the amount of people that have been here in 57 years. Mm -hmm. Now, if somebody wanted to come and, and take a class or do a class or come up here, you said, to recharge your batteries or to get a tarot a reading or a, tar a card reading, how do they go about that? Oh, they just have to contact me on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I'm under Margaret Kinsey. Awesome. I, 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 and that will all be in the links and stuff below. Yeah. Um, I didn't even do any intro. I'll just pre I'll record that oh, later. Yeah, yeah I completely just started. Yeah, we went right into away. it. Yeah. Uh, well, so anyway, well, yeah. It was a bit of an intro. A little bit. Yeah. 
we'll but anyhow, here we are at Mermaids, and that's yeah. how it came uh, around. Yeah, yeah. The, the power of editing. Yeah, I get yeah. too excited. I'm I'm pumped. But yeah. uh, what what else about this place that is something you want to share share with people or put out there? Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, there's it just it. I do give classes here. I do tarot card readings. I'm a medium, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's interesting to people too. I know you had said yeah, you were very, interested yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can we delve can into, delve that, into that if you wanna. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so so how do you become a medium? Well, initially, here's how I started this. Okay, when when I was a kid, my mom used to take us to get our cards read. So again, totally normal for me. I mm-hmm. didn't know you guys didn't go. You know. Yeah. Okay. So and it was an interest of my mother's. So she would take the, us to go get our cards read. We'd get them read, and then you'd wait and see what happened, and it was fun, you know? And so same as if you were going to the Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. That's how I thought of that. Okay, we, so we went to vacation. Scary, it wasn't yeah, we went vacation one time to Ocean City or, Ridge, or Richmond. I forget where we went. But we were a at, beach. We went to a beach, but we had like a beach house that we the whole family stayed in. Once again, my mother's side of the family is very large, all cousins running around. And I remember we were going through this cabinet and finding board games. And in the in the, I found a Ouija board. Oh no! And I found a pack of tarot cards, and everyone was like, "Don't touch those!" <laughs> yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh. well, I'm still scared of Ouija boards. Really? Like, I'm like the good Glenda girl, yeah. the, the bubble, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I like obviously like well, the Ouija board immediately got taken away from me. It's like I thought like I had a nuclear reactor. They're like, no, no. the exorcist, everybody will be dead. <laughs> so they got rid of it. But I remember getting the tarot cards and I was like, I was like, I was fascinated by the art on it and stuff. I thought they looked really cool. But like, so that was always very like, don't, don't, no, no, don't put those away too. Like, yeah. And, yeah. That, and it was hard for me growing up too when I started doing this. But what happened was I did, I was doing uh, as an adult, 20 years I did with AT&T doing voice and data networking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, but on the side, I always had this hobby. It was a hobby mm-hmm. of mine. You know, the, the, the cards or the, <coughs> the cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When would you say the mediumship started, though? Well, that was in further, further in, further in until I became aware of it. Mm-hmm. But um, so backing up. So we, you know, I'm doing this AT&T thing. And then like I start, I got pregnant with Timmy and my mother's like, you know, you're going to be home for three months for the first time in your life. What interests you? And I said, you know, I really think, mom, if I had a chance, I could learn to read those cards like you used to take. Oh, okay. She goes, so she goes under her bed and gives me all her astrology books or promissory book or cards books. Here she had done all of our charts and everything. I had no idea. Never mentioned it. And like, I'm what? When did I have you? 28 or 29? 27. 27 years old at the time. And uh, so anyhow, I started doing it as a hobby, you know? Mm-hmm. So my friends would, you know, I'd run around with friends and they're like, okay, well, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm learning how to read these tarot cards. <laughs> and I said, so I got this book. It was called How to Read Tarot Cards by Nan- Tarot Made Easy by Nancy Garrett was the name of the book. And, you know, because there's 78 cards in a deck. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading this book and, uh, and there's like 32 meanings under every card. And I thought, oh my God, you have to be like a brain surgeon to memorize this stuff, you know? So I learned it all the way you're supposed to learn it. And then I decided to myself, this is just too hard, you know? It's, it's, so what I did was I took all 78 cards and I took the pictures on them and what I did was I would, and I'll show you when we get into more detail, but I assigned a phrase to every picture. So when you do the cards, it makes a sentence. So <laughs> I know. So I developed my own way of yeah. doing this, right? That made sense to me. And so that's how I started doing the cards. And like I said, the girls would come over and friends and all, and they're like, do me, do me. So I'm like, okay. So I'm running the cards and, 
And then they're calling me up and saying, you know, this stuff's happening. And I'm like, get the hell out. You know? And they're like, no, it really happened. I'm like, really? So then the more I did it, the more, the better you get at anything. You know? mm-hmm. And so that's how that came about. Now, the, the cards, is that <coughs> like the theory to the card? Is it? <coughs> you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, Heavy smoker. <laughs> is that a now? Is that something that like? I don't, I, I don't want to misphrase it, but like, are you like telling the future or are you putting something into existence? Well, we're telling a story. We're yeah. going to tell a tale. So it, as you, it's like reading hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. So when you put them out, as long as you know what they mean, it's going to tell you a story. Mm-hmm. I, like, I would believe it would be something like it's, it's just going to say whatever it says. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's no, she's not doing anything. Yeah. No. So she's just a antenna. She's just a, a, a vessel by which the, the dice just happened to fall. Mm-hmm. But they actually and have she, meanings. And, right, and she's so. the interpreter. So now, she, can you take the cards and influence that path or change that path because now you know the outcome? Um, if you run them, again, they run real similar. Really? Yeah. But I don't, like, but she not, can't nothing's do 100%. anything. Yeah. Like, well, no, so, like, like, so if, 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 if someone reads your cards and they say, I, I, I wouldn't even know at, from experience of, like, what it would say, but, like, hey, Tim, like in your cards, something is going to happen, or this could be something negative that happens to you. Is that a sign then, like, oh, it's already predetermined, or is it something like, oh, I should probably change the way I'm going to prevent that from happening? Well, you know what? I kind of have an agreement with the people that help me. I call them my invisible friends or whatever. But I'm like, listen, don't tell me anything that's going to upset people. Mm-hmm. So they're on the editing. Yeah. Okay. So my counsel, angels, guides, whatever you want to call them. So that leaves me in a great position, and mm-hmm. it's worked out for 30 years. So I'm not projecting doom and gloom for anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, who needs to hear that stuff? Yeah. You know? So mostly it's a going forward path, um, who your angels and guardians might be that look over you and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. there's no negative. Um, and I would say, like, if there is something, that w- it's always when, like, and I've had my cards read by her for years, it's always something along the lines of you want to watch out for. Yeah, because I think that we would agree that there's probably little written in stone, right? There, oh yeah, your whole life's open to you. You know, it's just according to the pattern, this is where you're headed. You know, right. if you continue to let, if the, if you continue to act out as such, this is how, and like I think you would agree that you know you come back the next day and you read the cards and they're completely different. Well, I don't, I wouldn't say that. There's oh, really? still a theme to them, yeah. Because yeah. okay. people say, what if I shuffle this all up? We'll say something different, and usually it's kind of the same. There's usually a falling pattern. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Now, have you ever had a situation where they like you're like, I don't want to do doom and gloom, but this is something very serious that I should no, let I'm them know? No, seriously, I've never. We got that one for me a couple of weeks ago. That was every bad card in the deck. Well, usually if it does, <laughs> you're like, I am, I'm, I'm, and like the period I'm on calling out work today. If it does like, something oh. like that, it usually means something's up. Yeah. You know? So but yeah, it's but never like I've never gotten one that's like, hey, like watch out for a Mack truck on Friday. Yeah, you know, like that's I think what people are expecting, or like something along the lines. I, of, I like, seriously don't do doom and gloom. I just don't do it. Yeah, you know, so they know even if they tell me, I won't tell you. Yeah, it's not what I'm about is getting people in the right path on the right way in the right avenue. That's it. Okay. So, so some people have called me later on and said, you know, my brother died like four weeks after you read me and you didn't say anything. I'm like, that's right. It's not my job. Yeah. You know? no. <laughs> I'll help you get over your brother passing. Yeah. Okay. But it's not my job to come in and say, oh yeah, you're going to get old. By the way, yeah. <laughs> next Tuesday. Because well, that's more of, that's a. Who would want to go to that though? I yeah, wouldn't right. even want to go anyhow. I mean, my God. I'd be like, I'm staying away from, I'll be like, you go to your brother, you're like, I love you so much. 
She's you know, like, what are you talking about? And I watch this stuff on TV, and they're like, demons attack me, and this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've been doing this for 30 years. I've never seen one, heard one, had one, nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what that's about. I just think you're super positive. Maybe they're just... They, they, they can't live here. They yeah. hate it. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they like, they scare them away. The jukebox is going yeah. on yeah. and stuff. That's <laughs> what I said earlier. The jukebox are on to scare yeah. away the demons. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like how we can't go in there. There's smooth R&B in there. <laughs> Again, when I grew up and saw this TV and stuff, and I'm watching all this stuff, I'm like, holy cow. Like, that's not how I was introduced to any of this, mm-hmm. you know? Like I said, you know, that witch that comes down in the bubble and the, and the Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. and she's like, everybody be happy, it's okay, and you yeah. calm down. That's what I was raised with, you know? Yeah. So that, when that I start seeing this, yeah. this right. people getting hurt and all this demon attacks and all, I'm like, how could that possibly be that it's never happened to me? Never. Mm-hmm. You know, in 30 years. I've never seen anything horrible or nothing or like, like that. Or like negative. Never. If anything, I can't get rid of them. They're all happy around people all the yeah. time. And, you know, so I don't know if that's, like you said, the energy that runs on the property. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about that kind of stuff. I'm really not. And like I said, they edit it. So when I hear something in the mediumship end of it, I know that I can tell you because they've already let me know that. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Yeah. I put the onus on them. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me anything that's going to upset you. Because who wants to come in and deal with that? And that also keeps her pride in check, you know, so she's not a person that's like... I'm just an operator. Mm-hmm. Right. See? Like, that's it's just it. a, a humble woman trying to, like, show you how, like, you've got some, like, you've got some junk going on in your life. Let's mm-hmm. see if we can figure it out, yeah. you know? And, like, hopefully there's some benevolent friends on the other side that can... Give you some advice. I just, you know? Or someone who had a really, like, if I was on the other side, I would have too much of a sense of humor. I'd be like, they do. Believe <laughs> 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 me. Some people's guardians are so funny, we're laughing our butts off. By I would be a horrible, like, if, 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 if I were to pass and come back as someone's guardian, I would be. <laughs> he told me that. He goes, if I hear you once after you die, I'm yeah. gonna. That's it. It's, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'd be the worst guardian that's ever. Told, that's I've threatened her because I don't know. Well, I'm like, my thing is like, hey, I don't feel like being haunted by you. <laughs> don't show up. Yeah, I'll die eventually. We'll re- we'll meet again someplace yeah. else. I'll be fine without you for those years. I don't need you popping up as a ghost in the corner. What you need to do, too, is you need to keep an open mind. Because if you think about us being on this rock, spinning around in this universe, I mean, there's billions and billions of universes and Mm -hmm. stuff. So, I mean... You, you, you know, to think that it's all just about us. Like, do you ever see that those stories where it's like someone's in a box their whole life and they think that's their whole world and you can't yeah. tell them any different? The Truman know? Show. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what? yeah. You in the movie. <coughs> I did see that. So, the, the idea is, though, that the universe is so big and so huge and there's so much going on. And, uh, you know, I prefer to hang around people that are open-minded. I, I think a lot of people, so. too, when they, when they get to the point where they think outside that realm, it freaks them out. And they just like, nope, I'm going right where I'm comfortable. Even with spirit, like religion, people think, oh, this is my religion. Like, I explain to people, I'm not super religious, but I can get behind the idea of a good and evil or spirits or energy. And they're like, well, how can you believe in ghosts but not believe in, 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 in God or, or Jesus? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, uh, maybe because of the, the teachers I've had growing up, but I, I can get behind the fact that there is things I, yeah, or I energy. Think, I think the, the problem is, is that every word that you just said, people have a relationship with either good or bad Mm -hmm. you know so you said like demons angels god jesus like every one of those things the most people hear those and they're like oh i like angels they're they're good demons scare the shit out of me like 
God. The sure, ideas like, just connect. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's assimilating Period. it. Right. So yeah. it's right. like, I, and I, yeah, what I would say is like, there's an energy behind those words that you would probably agree with. Most mm -hmm. people just get caught up in those words. For me, it's like, do I believe in angels and demons? May I don't know. What do you mean when you say that? Whatever, whatever, like that might not be what they're legit called, but that's what mm -hmm. you assimilate them to. Like right. when, when the Greek mythology, when they're like, I don't understand the ocean, so we're going to give it a god. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. terrifying. It's yeah. right, like, and it kills you. It's, <coughs> yeah. it's like, it's right to be deified because yeah. you can't control it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's. Well, that, yeah. this is like way over my head. You know, yeah. like I said, we just. <laughs> Sorry, I, I dive in too deep for my mom. No, yeah, it's not that. It's just that uh, you know, like you said, that people are getting, like you said, that it, it's got a bad reputation and stuff. And really, all we're teaching people here is to just start connecting with your environment. Mm -hmm. You know, get a handle on what kind of energy you're putting out to other people. You know, like they're like, why don't anybody like me? I'm like, well, your energy's atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> if you'd lighten up, maybe they would. You know, <laughs> but. So that's what it is. It's, it's more of an energy connection. It's a good feeling. It's a nat, you know, call it a natural high. You know, mm -hmm. John Denver's been singing about that for years. You yeah, know? I'm getting really high. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that's about what we're, you know, we're guilty of is, is the John Denver natural high, having good fun, just the good old-fashioned way of having fun. Back to basics. You so know? you learned the cards first, and then the medium stuff came later. Yeah. Well, I think I always had that, but I thought you heard it, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say to people, are you hearing that? And they're like, no. And I'm like, really? So, you know, and then it got real specific. So, like, I was reading this girl once. It's one of my favorite stories. But um, she said, do I marry the guy I'm living with? And I heard, like, you, you know, in my head, he's missing his left testicle. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, okay. I said, is your boyfriend missing his left testicle? And she said, yes. So then you got like, it. Were you? you yeah, yeah. So she thought I slept with him. Yeah, she's like, you must have been with him. I said, listen, I don't know that guy. I said, I, this is what I heard. I said, did he get hurt on a bike? And she goes, yeah. So that is what it is. So now, as being a sane AT&T computer programmer gal or whatever, I'm thinking I got to be able to answer myself here now. How mm -hmm. did I know that? You know? And so... You, you know, then I started learning that there's people that have this ability and their mediums and stuff. So I'm like, oh, I must be able to do that, too. Who knew? You know, mm -hmm. now <clears throat> at, when I was at AT&T, I had this one friend and she would, you know, her and I would do lunch every day and stuff. And she's the one day she said to me, she goes, do you realize that, you know, you're just talking about people, but 90 percent of the shit you say happens. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so, so and my sisters are like. Beth, my sister Beth worded it real good. She goes, I know why they gave you this ability. Because you, nothing, you don't care. It doesn't scare you. Mm -hmm. She's like, if I would hear that shit, it would drive me crazy. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, no. To me, it was natural. Yeah. yeah. But when it got specific like that, I'm like, all right, now, then somebody explain this to me. Then why am I hearing this? Because mm -hmm. I'm paying my bills. I'm raising my kid. I'm normal. I'm not a psycho nut. And yet I know that guy's missing his left testicle. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great segue. That's so I'm so learning this as I go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, alrighty then. Margie's hearing shit. You yeah. know, that's all we need. They're gonna take my kid and lock yeah. me away. You know. It's Again, but it was valid. Yeah. So and then after doing it for 30 years, it's did someone like, teach you to open that up, or just start coming to you and you started adjusting accordingly? Well, the way I would explain this, remember, when I said everybody can do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, when you leave the house, if you hear, did you lock the door? Well, that's your counsel. Because you, in your head, if you were asking yourself that, you would say, did I lock the door? That's you all day long. So did, I, I, did I unplug my curling iron? Tony, yeah. go back to the house. But if you pay but, attention to the pronouns, you can see that you're not, you wouldn't ask yourself that question. You would say, did I lock the door? So when you leave and you hear, did you lock the door? That's your counsel. 
Now, when I tell people that, they freak out. It's like, no, that's me. It's just my thoughts. It's just my thoughts. And I'm like, listen, if you really start being aware of how they're coming in and you pay attention to the pronouns, you are going to find out. And again, it freaks a lot of people out because they think their head, their thoughts are only theirs mm -hmm. because it all sounds the same. But that's how it comes in to me is I hear that. And, and when I hear the pronouns and stuff like that, then I know that that's a council message versus a regular message. Mm -hmm. So it's that simple as did I lock the door versus did you lock the door? Or you're driving along and you hear you should slow down. You know, nobody pays attention to how they hear it. So that's what I did. I spent the last 30 years differentiating my thoughts from theirs. Because okay. it would be like something along the lines of that would the question then would come <laughs> no, like... he's really worried. He's like, what am I thinking about? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no it's, the idea would be, well, why would evolution allow us to be able to ha have an ability as such? Mm -hmm. And her saying that every person can do this. And so I think there's this idea that there's the what they would call perennial wisdom, that people have existed prior to us, our ancestors, and they've been passed down not just through written books, but through like lived experience. And that's what evolution is, is mm -hmm. the, the going out and discovering the flaws and, and adapting and growing to it. And so evolutionarily, it, it wouldn't be crazy to propose that there would be a way to tap into ancient wisdom, such as, hey, you're going too fast. Yeah. It's, you're, pro you're, you're a very fragile creature. You should probably slow down. Mm -hmm. So there's, I, th I don't think that's outlandish to propose that we would be creatures that that could be made to hear wisdom that yeah. perceptively transceives us, transcends yeah. us. As, as a comic book man, I think this is awesome. I, this I is like a superpower. Right. This is People great. People do it every day. They just don't realize it. Yeah. So, well, so. can I just and also the yeah. other, the idea of like your because you said people do this every day, and I, I totally believe like. I think we may have talked about this on our podcast, but essentially the idea of like, <coughs> you're not alone in your head. Yeah. Every, th all because you think that you're thinking a thought doesn't mean that it's you thinking that thought. Mm -hmm. That's could be your cultural influences, could be spiritual influences, could be influences from trauma when you were a kid. So who the hell knows what is actually your thought and what is a thought that has been put into your head by who knows what. Mm -hmm. So it's, I, I, yeah, but this is online accurate information. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know? no, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. So that's another part mm -hmm. of it, too, mm -hmm. like this connection. See, I really believe if you really want to know the honest to God truth, you know, when, when, they, when they said you have eternal life, that's true. We have eternal life. We do not have eternal spacesuits. Mm -hmm. Okay, so these break. And when these break, you know, that you go wherever you go, who knows, but the energy of your, <coughs> of your soul <coughs> is continual eternal. Mm -hmm. And this is the gift that we've been given from the creator is eternal life. So, I mean, they're not kidding around. Yeah. You have eternal life. You do not have eternal spacesuits. So the one I be so as a little bit of prep for this, I kind of looked into some different medians and I, I couldn't tell you their names. because I didn't want to like remember people as their names. I just want to remember what they what they said. But I, this one gentleman, um, he said, like, because they asked him about the afterlife and God. And, and he goes, he goes, from my experience, from what I was told, when you pass over, there is there is gates you go through a set of gates and your family is waiting there for you and then once you get there it's not i guess the bible describes it as like it's eternal worship and praise and and all that he goes when that's you a, get there you're kind of that's a yeah the, like that's yeah a, it's accurate but it's a bad it's a misinterpretation yeah. of what and it he said means. everyone there kind of has a job to do whether it be you're this person's guardian or it's your job to, not like a nine to five where you go up and you're you're, mm -hmm. you're selling groceries anymore mm -hmm. but like 
once you pass on, your energy is then given a task to do. Mind if I take this one or do you want? Well, all I would say on that is I have no clue. Yeah. Like when I say <clears throat> eternal life, yeah. it's as, as this, I used to do this to Timmy all the time when mm -hmm. he was like, oh, where'd you come from, son? Yeah. And he and goes, I don't know. I said, how'd you get here? He goes, I don't know. I said, well, where were you before? And he's like, I don't know. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. I said, well, you sure, well, how'd you get here? And he, and he used to, he used to, you could see his eyes spinning around his head trying to figure it out. You know? This is how I became who I am today. <laughs> yeah. at, you know, the she, first made you question. She, she made you think but, deeper than you yeah, should Yeah, because like little kids are asked like, <laughs> what color is a fire truck? My mother was like, where were you before this? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm figure <laughs> like, it out. How'd you get here? I've got to spend my whole life. She's just up here like, so blah, we blah, know blah, blah. That's an unknown, <laughs> right? There's no rules on how you got, like what you were doing before you got here. Apparently, mm -hmm. there's all these rules after you die, yeah. but none before you get here. So. <laughs> well, so I think, like, the idea is we're we're participating in something that transcends our current perception. That's of it. correct. Mm -hmm. So, to in order for us to participate with it, this is, I mean, it's this is the idea of faith. Mm -hmm. And so to be like, okay, so I see that, that something's happening here. I, you can either choose to acknowledge that reality is alive or just kind of see it as this dormant thing that we just happen to be alive in participating with. But for me and, and for her, this is, you know, we're here to participate with it. So you say like when we die and we go to this place and we have a role, I'm like, well, you have a role right now, buddy, and you're doing it perfectly, yeah. you know? So, like, don't worry about then. Like, Just focus on that. Like, when you, like, like, what she was saying, preceding this, like, you weren't worried about being a podcaster, you know? No. Like, and so when you're dead, there. like, you're not I like to watch old shows on TV, and I'm like, all this shit was going on before I even got here. Like, that freaks me out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, people were doing movies thing. and shit and yeah. all, you know? And it's like, huh. Because you want to think it's all about you and the yeah. 80 years you're here. But I really do feel like I think that I know. I'm going to be honest with you. I know that nobody dies, okay, mm -hmm. after listening to him for 30 years, okay? Mm -hmm. And I have a gift or whatever you want to call it, but the spacesuit breaks, and it's it's supposed to, and you're going to go on to new things, and there's 100 billion universes to pick from and mm -hmm. knock yourself out. And it is, in my in my opinion, the best gift that we could ever be given is this eternal life. Yeah. Like, it's beyond, like Timmy said, beyond our ability to comprehend it, mm -hmm. beyond it. Now, is this just a an audio thing, or is there a visual to this as well? Do you it depends on everybody's gifts. I only hear, mm -hmm. but there, I have friends that see people, and they you know they do all kinds of stuff. So they have their own ways of connecting. Everybody does. There's no right and wrong. Mm -hmm. We got to kill you with the rules. Yeah. <laughs> the rules are there are no rules. Yeah. So if you see people, good for you. If I hear them, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, so so when I was a kid, I had a, an interesting experience. I well be, even before that, my mom said when I was very young. I used to like this is before the movie Sixth Sense came out, and she said, "I remember you would be in I the basement." Watch it; that scared me that bad. Yeah. yeah, she's like, "I remember you would be in the basement, you. and you would have <laughs> it was more than just an imaginary friend." She goes, "You had way too many details. Okay, so. way too many details." Dude, there's something about kids. Yeah, and there's she, stories about kids like being able to fly. Yeah, before they shit. tell them yeah. all the rules, you're not allowed to do that, and they're like, well, "Okay." Yeah, yeah, well, that's. I'm sorry, like I don't want to cut you off, but like, so, like kids, kids, like there's multiple stories about kids being able to fly <coughs> up and down stairs. Yeah, and then. And like it goes back to it's like no you go up and down stairs by walking mm -hmm. and then you train yourself oh i know not i'm not and i'm not saying i believe this or not but like well, i don't know wouldn't that be crazy if you're just like cause who the who the fuck knows what kids can do yeah like because you're always telling them to stop like if you just let a kid just go like who knows and again like someone's listening out there just being like they would you know run out and get hit by a car and they're yeah. absolutely right but yeah. like 
I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I think, well, you know what? I did channel. Like, I have these invisible friends, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, who are they? I go, I don't know. And they're telling me there's millions of them, you mm -hmm. know? So I'm like, whatever. You know, like people always say, who's my one guardian? I'm like, listen, they're telling me there's that many on staff that you could never use up all your angels. Yeah. There's like a bazillion of them looking over everybody. Mm -hmm. And we've all had those, you know, near miss accidents and all this other stuff. So, I mean, call it what you want. Yeah. So I call them invisible friends, you yeah. know? That's, I, I, I'm very tiny thinker here, yeah. you know? Child but I life. did, <laughs> I did a channel my counsel and I said to them like what's this all about and they're like listen it, you know I wrote a book actually that I can link you over to if you want it's called Welcome to the Earth University mm -hmm. and they said Marge it's a school you know come in you're going to learn some shit you're going to meet some people and um, <clears throat> you know you're, you're here to learn you're here to grow your soul and so um, I wrote a book about it and you're welcome to read it it's only it's a little self help book you can read it you know while you're on the toilet it's mm -hmm. a real quick one but it did help me from explaining this to people all the time. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is what they told me. Yeah. Okay. Now, they, they said it's not heaven. It's a school. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in a school where they're teaching rape and murder and all that shit. I don't want to be here. And they're like, listen, just carve out a wing and do your thing. Okay. Like, you can be in this whole school and never do murder class if you don't kill anybody. Yeah. The reason the classroom exists is because people have to learn to behave before they can go on and be further evolved. That's what they're telling me. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay, great. So that being said, I thought I'm just going to set up mermaids you know, classroom, have everybody here and have a good time and we'll learn what we want and blah, blah, blah. And I don't ever have to hopefully be involved in rape, murder and all that. But it is part of the curriculum of the school. Mm -hmm. Now, the classrooms will change. If everybody stopped doing that, then the classroom for murder and rape and all that would go away. It would no longer exist here on Earth. So it's a matter of us, we are creating our own classrooms based on our own... Actions. Yeah, and, and what we're doing right and wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's yeah. pretty heavy when you think about it. Absolutely. You know? yeah. So I, that's why I said to them, bring it back down. And they're like, Marge, it's a school. Yeah. You know, have a blast. You're going to. Now, not everybody goes in and leaves at the same time. Mm -hmm. So people are going to graduate before you do. Yeah. So then. And so that's that whole death thing. So I'm like, OK, fine. So what that's I think of it as. That whole death thing. <laughs> it's eventually happening. <laughs> to me, they're still like they're still alive. They're just not in the school anymore. Yeah. So they're like, okay, think of it this way: they're in Disneyland and you're in Penn State. And then, and I'm like, fine, because I told them, don't tell me all kinds of heavy shit. Timmy can handle all that stuff. Yeah. But what they you did say me for that. What they did say, what I think is really interesting, is when I said to them, well, what's with all these universes, you know? And they're like, that's people practicing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, people are practicing making universes. So it's an, an open vortex. And there is no end to the universe. They can't find an end to it. So what they're saying is they're practicing. Like, you're going to evolve to the point where you can actually make your own, yeah, you know, uh, universes and stars and planets and shit. You know? mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, you're like way out of my realm. So they're like, that's right. So they said, think of this as kindergarten. They really said Earth was kindergarten as far as how far we're going to grow. Mm -hmm. So you want to try and learn, like, in kindergarten, don't pull each other's hairs, don't fight in the sandbox and all that, get along, and, and then the whole school's tied up in that, you know. And then from there you can go on and on and grow your soul to be godlike or eventually do this stuff, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, well, when they said they were making universes, I'm like, but you always think to yourself, that's never me. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, that's what you're here for. Yeah. You're learning to be this this creative and mm -hmm. this... So, I mean, it's to me, it's so cool, this gift of life, that that's why I can't understand why people are all pissed off, because I'm like, oh, my God, it's only 80 years out of eternity. If you look at a ruler, you got, like, this much that yeah. you're here. 
and more and more and more and more people to meet, more souls to meet, and who wouldn't want to get on this train? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a, a, like a phenomenal way to look at life is just this, you know, this gift to be present and, and to just actually enjoy yeah. what's, what's in front of you. Well, they did say that. They said, slow down. You got 80 years. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, quit being all upset all the time and stuff, you know? And I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, they're right. We, we have eternity. Mm-hmm. But I, it's it, the concept is amazing. Yeah. So going back to this, the, my my weirdness. As oh a kid. yeah. Yeah. Oh god. So I'm so, so yeah. So cool. So I used to. My mom used to say I had all these people I would talk to, and she said it was way too detailed and stuff. And then I was really really close to my one grandmother, and then she then passed away. And my mom said she had this feeling like how you were saying like the voice and like she said the door the, the bedroom door like she just felt something was there. And she said out loud she said Betty, I know you're here. But if I see you, I'm going to. The, you're going to put me in 5P. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. And she said the feeling went away. And then she said she was downstairs uh, getting ready in the next morning and stuff. And I was in a crib, somehow got out of the crib and ran downstairs and was pulling her arm to tell her to go. I always assimilate everything to a witch. I didn't know what a witch was as a kid. She didn't even know how I learned the term witch. Yeah. But I would be like, there's a good witch and there's a bad witch. And the good witch in the basement protects me from the bad witch in the basement. And I, she told me all this, and I remember always having a reoccurring dream about this house where the one part of the basement would something, there was something there, and it would chase me out of the basement. And I would always have this reoccurring, and I was like, this, that's really strange. So then she's like, Tony, we're not going upstairs. I don't care who's up there. We're not going upstairs. <laughs> so years later, I guess, then my brother started kind of doing that as well. And he, he would talk about this woman to this day, we still have no idea. He had a he had Mrs. Mikowski. He had her name exactly what she looked like. She said it was his sister, and then she choked on a cookie and it got stuck in her boob and she died. He was a baby. How does no one know? Like a kid, you never taught a kid how to do like you know what I mean. So the, it was just way too many weird things. But I remember as a kid, I seen. Um, I woke up the one night and it was like you know what it's like getting in the morning and you have that very pale like Carolina blue sky, but it's still kind of light but dark. So at the end of my bed, I seen this figure of a woman. I thought it was a, with shorter hair, and it was just a, a solid shadow, but it, was, it wasn't, it was like, transparent. And it was just at the edge of the bed. I think we were talking about this in our podcast where it was just – it looked like it was making snow angels at the end of the bed. Huh. And it had, like, a couple ta- – like, Montreal Man tassels. The only way I can describe it because everything is wrestling in my brain. Um, and it, would, it was doing it, and I didn't feel scared. And I didn't feel uncomfortable, but I, I knew it was like, well, I don't know what that is. And I remember just staring at it, which felt like for hours. And it just kept doing it, and it didn't move. And, I, and then I was holding the light because I had this little light that, like, a desk light, but that you turn the little knob and it clicks on and off. Mm. And I remember scooting over, and I'm holding it in my hand for, it felt like forever. And I'm staring, and I'm like, if I click this on, do I want to know what it is? Or do I just get up and run in the dark? Like, because in my, I don't know. In my head, whenever I've... I have a lot of dreams where I attack demons, and I, it's like, I know, I'm in my head, if I'm like, if I ever see one, I want that, because like, in, I don't, I feel like they wouldn't be expecting it. It's the logic <laughs> in my head, I'm like, no one ever just runs at a demon. Yeah, like, no! Like, what if you just punch him in this demon face? But I yeah. don't know if that's how it works. So I, I clicked the light, and it wasn't there, and I remember I just like, got up, and I just ran in my mom's room and slept on the, like, slept on the floor or whatever. And I, did, I never really told anyone this. So then we got into, in high school, as a joke, we're like, I don't want to write a report. I hate writing reports, but I can talk my way out of anything. And I was like, 
the, so the topic was we're going to do supernatural local it, it could be local mythology or lore or something something supernatural or lore like so people are doing Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster and Chupacabras and anything any, anything like local or just lore of like Mothman but nobody was cool enough to do Mothman um, and I was like well what if we do a local ghost place and my teacher's like that's outside the box I like it so we went up to the what is now the Gordon Mountain Ghost like the Gordon Mountain. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I don't go to those things. <laughs> yeah. So I, go, I don't even go to hospitals yeah. or anything. I don't want to see nothing. I, yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. So I remember I went up there and uh, we had, a, I had, a, just to make it a long story short, I had a really weird experience and I got really, really sick, like okay. to the point of throwing up. And then we, my buddy took these photos to this guy and he then translated us to a woman and then this lady kind of talked to to us like and she was a medium but she said she was i forget i forget the whole terminology because i really wasn't i was in high school and i wasn't paying attention yeah. at that time i was just trying to get girls i didn't care um <laughs> but she was she was telling me and then she started breaking down exactly what i told you before we even had the conversation about the, the basement and seeing the thing and never telling anybody and she's like you have a really strong gift here you just need to learn how to channel and i was like I'm good. Yeah. And I left. I didn't. I So then we went and we got in like the Jim Thorpe prison and we started like, and then when we were there, just for her putting that in my mind, I guess I started opening up to a little more yeah. and I experienced some things in the Jim Thorpe prison I didn't want to experience. And it wasn't, I didn't think it was negative. I never felt like I was in harm, but it was just like, uh, okay. Like it was like, the only way I could describe it is I was seeing things but in my mind, if that makes any sense. Yes, yes. Like, so I remember I was, uh, so they, they brought us in and they said, I want you to walk around the top of the prison and I, and, and, and the people who are medians or channelers or anything, they, they can sense two cells have way more energy than other cells. And I remember I just walked up the stairs and this one cell, it literally felt like, like this fan, but like an AC was blowing on me. Huh. And I remember in my head, like I, like it's, a, it's like, a, like I call it like a third eye where it's like, I can see a gentleman kind of like on the bars, like resting his elbows, and he's just staring at me. I can't make out details on him, but I just know he's there. And I was like, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. Like, that doesn't, that makes me not right. So I left. And then I went around another cell, and I, I kind of got another feeling, but then I started hearing something. And it sounded like, like paper crinkling. Yeah. And I was like, I stopped for a second and I kind of just like, like try to open myself up a little bit and try to let it come to me without, you know what I mean? I just kind of stood there and I just stood there for a little while and I was like, I just kept hearing pa paper crinkling and I was like, I don't want to get close again because I don't, I, I just, it was freaking me out. Mm -hmm. So I go down and I said, all right, man, here's the two cells I thought were weird. This one and this one, this one is, this is why I felt this one and this one I heard a weird paper crinkling and one of our friends literally said, I'm out. I'm going to the car. I'm out of here. Yeah. And he goes, why? He goes, because he told exactly if you were going to sense anything, it'd be in those two cells. Yeah. And he said the paper I was hearing crinkling, he said the medians say that a, a gentleman hung himself in that cell and you can hear, hear his rope going against the concrete. Yeah. And then I was, and then that was the last time we've ever done ghost stuff because I was like, I don't know what I'm dealing with here. And I kind of just shut it off. Yeah. That's when I was a kid, we had a really crazy ghost experience and I had that same thing. I'm just like, I shouldn't be fucking around with this. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily, like, how much I buy into it or whatever, but, like, <laughs> best case scenario, <laughs> let's not fuck around with this. Nobody in my head, but Casper, yeah. the friendly ghost, yeah. you know? So, so I, mean, I don't know what all this stuff is you guys are into. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the prison, I physically seen some, one thing. I see. I thought I seen a woman. Mm -hmm. Like, and it looked like she was a, just a normal human being sitting there. And when I turned, she wasn't. 
But I, through a mirror, I made eye contact. Yeah. And that freaked me out. And then when I was, I, I would literally just leave my friends and go sit in the cell and close the door behind me and just sit on one of the bunk beds in the complete darkness and just try to like, with any way I knew how at that time to open myself up. And there was times where I felt like somebody was sitting in the bunk across from me, just like staring at me, like, what are you doing here? And how do you know? Like, it was just a weird. But see, all this stuff that you guys, that mm-hmm. I'm watching it on TV and mm-hmm. all the ghost stuff and stuff and all that. See, that's not where I get. When I was growing up, if I got scared, you know, my mom would say, listen, Margaret, it's not the dead that it's going to hurt. It's the living. Yeah. And so, you know, you believe your parents. Yeah. I wasn't, ta- so I wasn't scared. I never it was more was like scared of just anything yeah. that like, way because. Well, think about where you were. And we've, we talked about this off mic about the identity, the idea of. A location. Or and just energy being projected onto something. Yeah. So it's like you have a man who's. A, if his energy stuck there because he was in prison. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, there's, you know, the ghost stories of like, or the stories of like hands being like, yeah. my hand will remain on this cell until my name's cleared or something mm-hmm. like that. But then now his name's cleared and his hand's still there. Whatever, you know, like, yeah. just crazy shit. And, and again, like, we don't, uh, there's a very good argument to be made that we don't know what we are. We don't mm-hmm. know, we don't understand this universe. We don't understand what our actions do at all. Yeah. And our, our, we don't understand our, the correlation between our mind and like, so earlier when you said like I felt like it happened in my mind, my initial thought is like this is all happening in your mind. Yeah, this is it's all being interpreted. Mm-hmm. So who knows what like if you were okay. So the idea is like when you gaze upon and I, I'm not and a scientist by any stretch, but it's like you gaze upon a light particle and that becomes visible to you know our, our ocular lens or whatever the fuck it would be called in our eye. We can see it, and so if there's you know there's something that exists that makes me pick up the phenomenon of Anthony. And mm-hmm. so there's something that could exist that picks up the phenomenon of Macho Man Randy Savage doing yeah. jumping jacks at the end of your bed. Yeah. And and like, like we don't... I wish is, it was Macho Man. He wasn't dead at the time, though. But yeah. all the scary stuff, you know, that's, that's, that's a sin. Yeah. Because it's ruining people, you know, honestly having a real good connection to, to people that are helpers and they can help you out that yeah. were here in the school before and, and are there to help guide us in the future. Yeah, all the, all the connections I, I would say I had, though, I don't think I was, I was ever felt like I was in harm or I felt like I was threatened or I felt like I was uncomfortable. It would just it just felt like I was among them. Like they didn't bother me, I didn't bother them. Well, listen, I, you're universally con- connected yeah. the same as you are in gravity. Mm-hmm. There's no getting out of it. Yeah. So I mean, and like who walks around all day going, "Oh, I'm stuck on gravity." You know, so I mean, <laughs> you no, know, it's part of your natural yeah. natural life, you know. And and again, if you look at the animals even, they can't even talk. And mm-hmm. yet they're raising their kids or surviving. You yep. see deer every year and all this stuff, you know. So that's as far as I would go with it and just say, listen, there's a, a natural intuition that everybody has, yeah. you know. And luckily for me, I'm glad I wasn't raised in all this scary shit because I would have put it down too. Yeah. You know, but it, it, my mother was like, listen, this isn't going to hurt you. The, you know, the dead won't hurt you. It's the living, you yeah. know. And if you can connect to people that have been here before or whoever they are, you know, I'm, I really don't know who they all are. Mm-hmm. I just know how I hear it. And like I said, I'm in my mind, I'm an operator. Yeah. So I'm listening to what they're saying and I'm telling you. Yeah. And that's it. And it's going one way. Yep. Now, if I say to them, what's the lottery numbers? Okay. I want to retire. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> I hear nothing. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Because people are like, oh, well, if you can do this, you should be able to predict the lottery numbers and all. I can only tell you what they're telling me. Yeah. 
that's it. So mm-hmm. if they don't, if it, now if they would come around and I'd hear 27, 18, 39, look, I'd run down and play them. Yeah. You know? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> right. right. So, I mean, that's all it is. There's nothing, you know, special about me that I don't think there is that everybody else doesn't have. All I've done is spend way more time paying attention to what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. And who put that thought there and where did I hear it? Yeah. A lot of it's it for so me is aware, I, I, I try to, I try to, I'm always trying to disprove what, what's going on. Like when I first started dating her at her parents' house, the, like the first or second night I slept over, I was like, I couldn't sleep. And she's like, why? I was like, I hear, I heard people talking and my sister all night hears long. That here, yeah. I hear people talking all night long. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, it literally sounded like I was sleeping in, in an apartment building or a boarding house. Yeah. And we went down the next morning and, and she's like, this house used to be a boarding house. Yeah. Like I just, I all night long, I heard people talking in every so room. So it is what it is. Yeah. Now, it you was know, strange. It was like. Would you run the, to the, the mental health facility over that? No, but no, it, it, yeah. it was like, it so kind of like mean, threw up another flag. What, so her point of being like, it's, it's we've, just, going back to the idea of rules and social mm-hmm. rules. So it's like. She's a crazy person because she hears things in her head, but yet we all have these weird phenomenons that we only talk about when we're like sitting around the fire. You yeah. Know? But it's the the truth of it is we live in a reality that. But the bottom line too, extend. Tim, was that kid was missing his left testicle. So then, <laughs> I love. Well, I mean, I'm logical as shit. Yeah. I'm a computer programmer here, so I'm thinking to myself, all right, how do I know that? Like, I want an answer. Yeah. You know, now, I shouldn't know that. Is this does your so, does your antenna does it work when you're face to face with somebody, or can you be over the phone and someone say, "Oh, hey, the person you're talking to, I have it like this. This is something for them as yeah, well." Yeah, the way I set this up is it's on. Like okay. I don't have to sit down and, and meditate and all that shit to get connected. Mm-hmm. I am 100% connected all the time. Now I might turn the volume down, like as if you were talking to somebody on the phone and the TV was on. Mm-hmm. But that TV's on. Yeah. Okay. So like the other day, I, I pulled into Turkey Hill and I went up in the door and I heard, wait, and now I know what they sound like because I've listened to it and I shut the door and someone pulled in right next to me. So it's on. Yeah. Now everybody's is. Mm-hmm. I think the only difference I would honestly say after all these years of people asking me and stuff is I think mine's louder. Yeah. Is that it, like well, it's loud inside my head? Like I'll hear stop March. Yeah. It's like, okay. Now is like kind of how we first came in. You had, if I'm not mistaken, you had the jukebox and, a, and the TV with music going as well. Yeah. But not at the same time. The TV. No, the, the they were both going. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. The jukebox is on random play. Is that, is that something so you can focus on maybe the music to give yourself a break from something? I always have music on. Yeah. Only because it makes me happy. Okay. It, it just does. And not only that, it, when you start getting into like chakras and all that kind of stuff, music and colors naturally balance the body, believe it or not. Okay. And that's makes a whole sense. new realm of stuff. But uh, if you actually stare at a certain color for a while, it'll fix certain parts of your body. And so that's all Reiki and chakra balancing and all that other kind of stuff. I don't do that. I have a lot of friends that do do Reiki healing and, and and heal with music and colors and all. But you got to admit, when you walked in the house and saw all the colors oh, it was and a com- stuff. It was a completely brightening experience. Like, yeah, because you know, you're it. it makes you feel, it makes you feel. So going through the Reiki, she's actually talking. About, so there's, I don't, I don't want to misuse the word, but the witch, I call it the witch store in Shenandoah. Oh, yeah, okay, I know. Yeah, and she, I guess she brought home, like, certain incense to help you sleep Cause I, I with my joint disorder and the pain i go through i have a hard time sleeping so and of course she's just always looking out for me and she's trying everything she possibly can because she's an amazing wife so she brought home like a rock 
that the lady said if you if this rocks near you, you could help you sleep better. Yeah, listen, if and she's hiding it under the Europe, mattress. If you go to like, Europe and over to Asia and all that, and that they, they're getting into. Uh, you know, what do they call it when they stick it with all that Ac- stuff? Acupuncture. You know, there's so many, many ways of healing. Yeah. You know, the United States is a very young country. Yeah. It's only like 300 years old or shit. When you start learning Egyptian herbs and shit, you know, that stuff's 2,000, 8,000. And it's crazy. I mean, and they've been using it for years to heal themselves. So, yeah. I mean, you'd be crazy not to explore into it, yeah. you know. So, I always say do both. You yeah. know, like go to your doctor, but also... Look into some of these herbal answers. You know, yeah. they're valid. Well, this is something that we talked about a lot when we did our podcast. Uh, was that there's there is a connection between your thoughts and your body because your thoughts are happening within your body. Mm-hmm. You know, theoretically, and well, that's how we. I, I I think the spirit hovers over the body. That's my belief. But anyways, it ha- the thoughts happen within the body. And so, who knows what the uh, like your mental health could actually do to your your physical? Health, oh, 100 percent. You know, yeah. When I'm having a real bad day, I can definitely intensify my joint pain because I'm I'm mentally mm-hmm. just having a bad day. When I was a kid, and I used to tell her I was sick to skip school, I would get sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Because yep. tri- you're tricking yourself you're to tricking be sick. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, well, there's a lot of, uh, and it, it, it's actually getting explored a lot more, but uh, you know. Definitely look into herbs, oils, aromatherapy, Reiki. They're doing Reiki in the hospitals now, mm-hmm. you know. So, and your generation is great. I mean, when I first started, people would walk in and go, "Witch, witch, you're a witch," and I'm like, "I'm not a witch." My one friend, Donna, said, I'd be going, ah. "Listen, if I was a witch, I would turn you into a frog." You know, I'm not a witch. You're a pain in the ass, is what you are. You know? So, but it's so it's about connection. That's yeah. all it is. It's about a positive do want, connection. Do you want to do a, a card reading? Sure, we can absolutely do right. one for you. Do we need to turn off any fans or anything? No, no. I, think we're good. I mean, listen. And this to... isn't the mediumship, but let me explain this to you because. It'll they take like, some they, of the mystery they look like away. Coasters. Yeah, I read around deck because um, when the cards are upside down, they have different meanings. And I thought that's not fair. So around deck, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. So they're looking them out in different. Uh, she really is about just making it simple and. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, you guys yeah. are overthinking this stuff. <laughs> Big <laughs> I'm like, time. I'm like, I'm seeing things. She goes, who cares? <laughs> yeah. It's like we're all seeing and things. And so it is. Hey, look, there's <laughs> right. this. Who there's didn't? that. But, well, I had this. Yeah. But who doesn't have a story? You know. Yeah. So I mean, you tell me if it's real or not. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I'm always been fascinated with this because there's so there's some experiences I have that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm I've always been someone who to ask questions. You know, I've always. So so this is a great thing to ask about. How many cards are in a tarot deck? It was the question on the millionaires the one day. The million dollar question. You said seventy two, right? No. Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Seventy eight cards. Seventy some. Now, what makes up those cards? Okay, let's get out of the mystery out of the way. Okay, how many cards are in a regular deck? 52, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the tarot deck, um, the, the court cards go Jack, Queen, King. Jack, Princess, Queen, King. Okay? When we came over from Europe, apparently, we jumped the princess. So the Jack has no mate. Okay? Yeah. So when you think about it, it just goes Jack, Queen, King. Right? Ace or whatever. So... If you take a tarot deck, you're going to have your 52 regular cards. We're going to go ahead and add in there a girlfriend for the jack. Okay, so that would add four more, which would give us what? 52 plus four is Three, four, five, fifty-six. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, and then there's 22. That's why I'm married to an Asian. She's better at numbers. There's 22 power cards. Okay. Okay, so do you ever play Pinochle? You know how some trump other ones? No, I've never played Pinochle. Okay, oh, goodness. I always get in trouble with that analogy. But in there's cards that mean carry more weight than other ones, and they would be your... Um, power cards okay and i'm 
cutting this down to real simple. But if you add 22 and what, where were we at? 56? 56. We get so, 78. 78. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do here. So we're going to have 78 cards in this deck. Now there's other decks that you can, you can buy all kinds of different decks to do different things. Some of them only have 40 some more cards or whatever. I've seen, I've, I've actually had someone give me a reading when I, when I did an interview in Harrisburg. Just like out of the blue, and he used a regular playing card deck. Okay, now, if we take the 22 power cards out of here and the four princesses, we can play cards with this deck. Why wouldn't we, mm -hmm. right? Because you're going to have your four suits in there, right? Um, instead of, in this deck, okay, cups or hearts. This shaman is a king, so this card is a king of hearts. All right. That's got to be a good sign if I'm getting a king, right? All right, so that's... Well, that's not yours. That was just happened to be... Oh, what okay. I'm saying is if we take those four queens or those four princesses out and we take the 22 power cards, you're, I'm reading a regular deck of cards. Okay. Now, what I like about this, this is, though, that I'm not only reading the regular deck, but we're adding 22 more fun-filled things that can happen to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> that could happen to me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you look at it from an Egyptian perspective, which is where supposedly it all came from, um, <coughs> we're going to do a little bit of that, you know, like I said, I define the cards on my own meanings and they're going to have pictures on them and we'll tell you what the pictures are and we'll go through the journey and see what it says. All right. Okay. So, so let's just make a little sentence first, just so I can show you what I'm doing. Okay. So say you want to be the king of hearts here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now. King of love. Okay. This, this card means happiness. Oh, that's a lot of naked people. Yeah, and around a pool, right? Yeah. That's like, that. when I saw this card, when I read it in the deck, it means something else completely. Yeah. And I looked at the picture, and I thought, what the hell? It's a bunch of people at a pool. They're having a blast. That's happiness. Mm -hmm. Okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, re I, I renamed them to look like the pictures. Okay? Now, what does that look like to you? A house, right? Yeah. So, now I got a guy who's happy in his house. And he's a very protected house because he has, he has swords in all four corners. And he's there resting. You go. So, it's like, yeah. You're trying to use very, easy yeah, ones. Very, he feels very safe. Mm -hmm. Okay, who, who's that? <laughs> that could be Heidi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she, it's she got you. A unicorn. Yeah. There you go. Okay. These are um, the mother piece decks, so they have all different color people and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we could say it's Heidi and Tony and how happy in their home. Oh, okay. Okay. You're a tower card reader. That is Heidi at home too, because she never wears clothes. <laughs> And you go. <laughs> uh, I, I, I say, Heidi, uh, I'm having an interview today. Can you please be dressed? She's like, ah, I'm going upstairs. Okay, now this card means money. And this card means foolish. Means, so, oh, foolish? Yeah. yeah, so it's like, okay, now let's keep reading You're doing the a backflip over a river. That's He foolish. thought I was going to read him. I'm going to have him read me. So it's Heidi and you, happy in your home with money, having fun. Yeah. I'm very foolish with money, so this is we flipped. Well, flip it then. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's so I developed this by myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, so nobody knows my meanings. I know I understand. Like I can read a Raider Raider weight regular deck, like everybody else does. I understand all those meanings. Mm -hmm. But you know, I what I did was I said to the council, "Listen, when I see this card, this is the analogy. Do you ever find a penny? Some people think if they find a penny, it's from their grandfather. Yeah, right. So the the council doesn't care what your code is." They just like tell us the code and we'll use it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. So like a penny for you might mean it's your grandparents. When you see a penny, you might think it's good luck for the day. When I see a penny, it might be a message from my aunt Beth or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, you just the, the way that I did it was to find it backwards to them. I mm -hmm. said this is what the card means to me, and they're like, fine. They like they don't care what the rules are. Just tell us what the symbols yeah. mean, and I, we'll work with you. I have one more quick question because you just kind of struck my interest in something. Now how you said like my aunt Beth. 
do, now that you have this open this open channel and connection, have you ever spoke to someone that is that you've been close to since they passed because of this this disability? Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, I spend all the time with my mom. I want to. Yeah. It doesn't because to me, she's just not in the school anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason for me not to talk to her or to, you know conclude her and everything in my life. Okay. So I mean, her spirit's here even though she's not. Okay. So, yeah. so, so you, you, did that kind of I mean, eliminate uh, me, a grieving if, process a little bit as well? Because she, yeah, especially she's not eternal gone. life. Yeah. Right. So I'm just not in the school anyway. That's how they explain it to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, when you, like, when you do a reading, upset. are you doing a reading and then you're also getting like. I'm hearing stuff too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, if I see a grandmother card or something, then it'll be like, okay, if people say, well, who's, is it was on my mother's side, my father, and like, I'll lean to the, I'll get a feeling to the left that it's mm-hmm. the dad's side, to the right, it's mom's side. But that's just my own coding. Okay. So, like, anybody can do this. Anybody can set up with their counsel what they want the cards to mean to them. Okay. So, like, we were talking about earlier the idea that all this voice exists inside of all of us. So, it's just how do you communicate with any voice? Is you, you teach it a language, you yeah. know? So, when, like, a child's growing up, you don't teach it a foreign language that's foreign to you. Like, if I ever have a kid, I'm not going to teach it French because I don't know French. Yeah. So, in order for her to understand these symbols, and this is, like, where religion comes from, where the mythology comes from, that, you know, the spirits or the powers that be want to communicate to us, and so they offer us these symbols that exist within our culture in order for us to manipulate them in order to okay. communicate. And they don't care what the code is. They're yeah. just like, tell us the code. Yeah, yeah. so it doesn't, like, so. Buddha, Jesus, like, mm-hmm. those are all representatives of the same energy flowing through this symbol that is present, has history has presented to us. Okay. That makes Something sense. like that. Yeah. yeah. So, you see, we're taking this down to elementary here. Yeah. Okay. And I, I even when I talk to them on the council, I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm on a brain surgeon. They're like, okay, think of it as a pie. Okay. Yeah. And they're <laughs> I'm like, okay. Because if you start talking about all this other kind of dimensions and shit and all that, I'm just like, I don't know how it works. It works. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just tell me about his testicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even then, I didn't want to get involved, but, you know, I had to answer myself. Yeah. You know, because I'm saying, okay, you're paying your bills, you're raising your son, you're, you know, you got a million dollar quota with AT&T and you're, you're doing your thing, you know, so why do you know that that guy's missing his left testicle? Yeah. And so, like, as I would do this over the years, the more that I would hear, I would say, is this true? And they'd say, yes. So it's a trial and error type of thing. Okay. You know, and so, but the cards, I do, because you guys supposedly don't hear this shit. So then you get to look at the pictures. Mm-hmm. So, and you can come up and watch him do it if you want to. Come on over. So just shuffle this up. So is this going to be like a mix? We need the poop. Is this good? Yeah, that's that's the tattoo. When if we drink gears, I stay. Oh, that's yeah. tremendous. <laughs> so you're telling me I'm childlike. He's got Winnie the Pooh. Um, and I have Batman There's characters on my legs. Being childlike. Jesus says that uh, in order to enter the kingdom of heaven, you need to be like a child. So I think you're hitting it right on the the head. I, I take just, life too seriously. We take life too seriously. That's why we have our problems. That's why we see demons at the foot of our bed. Yeah. Well, you She's know what else? It's gonna fun. break your spacesuit. Like you can't yeah. be this upset all the time, guys. Yeah. You know it's. Because you're, like he said, your lungs hear your thoughts and your, you know, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. So if you keep going, yeah, I'm going to get cancer, I'm going to get cancer, I'm going to get cancer, you're going to get cancer. Yeah. You know, you're going to manifest where thoughts go, energy goes, and energy manifests. And so there you go, you know. So we're going to do, we're going to make three piles. You do that. Oh, just cut, cut the deck? Yeah. That way, uh, that, I like this part because that way nothing was, you know. She didn't sneak anything in there. Yeah. You you picked it. Yeah. yeah. Well, not only that, you know, it, once you cut it up, it's it always words out great. So here's the mermaid card. 
So I'm at the Mermaid Palace and yeah. I get the Mermaid and card. See, again, with it being upside down, it's facing me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> That's you for you. Now, there's 78 <laughs> cards in this deck, so the chances of you pulling that out. <laughs> and again, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Okay, now this card means a father. Okay. Or a grandfather. Okay. Okay, so that's where I'll listen. Okay, and um, so then I'm kind of saying at the same time to myself, whose grandfather is it? Okay, and they're on you for that. Okay. So do you have a dead grandfather? I have two dead grandfathers. Okay. <laughs> Depending on who you're talking to, you're going to have a great conversation. Okay. So we got, a, we got a dead grandfather standing up for you, okay, is how you would read this. Wow. Okay. Now this next card is, uh, is an animal coming in, okay? So that usually means to me that um, you're enjoying, I would say in this case, a pet at Mermaids. Okay. So when we were sitting at the house... You were petting the cats and all, yeah. you know, okay? So that's what this is saying. He's saying, I saw you do that, okay? This is what it is, but that's what... So the guy's saying, what he's trying to do is saying, I'm watching you guys today, okay? okay? So you're at Mermaids with this cat, okay? And here's... <laughs> Timmy's here, okay? <laughs> Your son. <laughs> okay, and, the, and it's saying that they know we're doing messages, okay? This is funny. Okay, so <laughs> that, that's probably not good, okay, right? Now the death card, <laughs> the death card's going to be in every every deck, right? Okay, but yeah. what it's saying is your grandfather's dead. Okay. Okay, so it's not predicting anybody dying. Okay, it's just yeah, saying no, the grandfather's it's already on dead. The grandfather already. Right. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> so now this is saying. Now, do you have guys have children? No. Okay. Not that I know of. Okay, because this little <laughs> guy here, because he's upside down, it usually means he's on the other side. Okay, so so you said well, we have children. There's what the cards are saying is there's potential for you to have a son. Okay, he's just not here yet. He's upside down. Okay, and here's Timmy, and here's the messages we're talking about. Okay, justice for you. Justice usually means what's going right, and this means I'm I'm making money. Okay, like I'm trying to make money here. Okay, so that's Please. your focus, <laughs> and also on you. So are you working too? Okay, so that's what it's saying. You guys are focusing on money. This is your wife again, okay? Now, this card means this week or currently. See, there's seven um, things here. It's a seven of cups, so I, I redefine that as meaning this week, seven days in a week. So it's saying this week, you know, <laughs> there's potential for the sun for you guys. Here's <laughs> Timmy. Here's a like... message, okay? Now, we're going to read the whole deck. Okay. Okay? But we're at, that's a sentence, Okay. If you get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even say that. Yeah, there's a little sun upside down here. Okay, now here's a dead grandmother. That's I, how you would read that. I got okay. one of those. Okay, and Unless here's... I, I didn't make a phone call today. So. Okay, now here's another guardian now in all seriousness. Grandmother's mother. Oh. Okay, so these people are looking over you. This grandfather and this... Okay, that's what that means. Now, this means you didn't know her. See how she's facing me? It's upside down. Mm -hmm. So it means I might have known my grandmother, kind of, but I didn't know this woman at all. Is it the, the same grandmother's mother, or is it? Yes. It okay. would be off the mother, because that's where the card fell. Okay. 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 And then this is saying, okay, I'm, uh, I'm just looking for nouns and verbs, mm -hmm. okay? <laughs> so I can make a sentence. Okay, so this is saying over the winter, you're going to be in more than usual. Closed door over the winter time, this means. Okay, this is your wife, this is marriage, and this is you. So if I didn't know you guys, I would say, okay, you're married to this brunette. And 
This means you love hanging around this guy. Now, you might, do you have a brother? Yeah, I do. Okay, because he's part of the family, so mm -hmm. it's like brother cards would come up at this point, you know? Okay, and here's you again. The emperor. The emperor. I like this guy, though, because he's, you know, he's like, look at all my stuff, and I'm getting there. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff. Okay, this means you're in love. This is the card of love. A lot of love. I have a lot to give. Yes, he's in love with you. So I would tell my person reading this, you love your wife. That's right. Okay, your wife is coming in with a psychic ability. <laughs> That's all she needs, right? <laughs> She's upside down to it, but it is, see this card? She has a little bit of a, a ability here, okay? So she might have an enhanced intuition. This is sex. And this means that if you guys fight, she cuts you off. <laughs> this means arguments with sex if you guys are fighting. Now, the, fight, the argument's only a four, but that's what that means. So if you make her mad, she's not going to put out. <laughs> Honest to God, it's what it Are means. you angry? <laughs> that's hysterical. Okay, and so here's some guardians now coming in. Um, this is you two again. Okay, this usually is a guy that likes to eat. This actually is a great card. It's a very easygoing guy. Um, you, you should have a grill, or he likes to grill, or, or either eat or cook is what the card means. Mm -hmm. You have this great personality, Heidi, okay? This is you, like, la, 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 <laughs> Okay, this would be your mother, okay? And then this would be her mother, okay? And she's kind of upside down also. So it just depends on how well you knew her, okay? This means that you guys need to do renovations. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely need to do those. And it's fun for you to take care of each other. You're, you're taking care of each other in this card. You rub my back. This means you live together or within your environment. Happiness. Okay, and then this is saying that he can at times be a little stubborn. Okay? <laughs> can be a brick wall at times. Okay? So... <laughs> Also, he's a communicator. This means talking, okay? And this means he likes to talk, which, okay? okay? Yeah, you, so it's coming out of the mouth. <laughs> That's why I like to show the pictures, though, too. Okay, now this means that you guys have been talking about um, what you're going to do over the holidays. And it is a holiday right now. It's what, memorial, today's Memorial Labor Day. Day. Labor Day. Okay, here's you again. Back to subject noun. Noun, Tony. <laughs> it looks like Heidi's pajamas. She has a pair of pajamas like that. <laughs> okay. And then this is saying lately, um, this means you got a bee sting recently. So this means something pissed you off. And this card usually can mean fox in the hen house can mean something sneaky. So somebody might have screwed you out something sneaky there. But they're not going into details. Okay. Okay. They're just saying recent bee sting. Okay. Now here's another grandmother. This is how I connect, by the way. I love to show this picture. So they're like in another school. That's all. Mm -hmm. Okay. This one here is upside down completely to you. <clears throat> this means there's a victory coming up over the next four weeks for you. And then this means you're going to be talking and hanging out with a bunch of guys. Okay, and this also means that you have friends that have all kinds of issues. Okay. <laughs> like all my friends are going through crisis. Okay. <laughs> this means you don't want to go back to school anymore. School will be sting for you. What if I work for a school? <laughs> this means no more schooling. Okay. Okay, and then this is a worry card. This means worry. And then this means you're worried about a girlfriend. Now, again, this is Lincoln over to you. 
and usually it's a blonde uh, hair type of gal, and it's saying she'll be fine. Okay, this means right now there's a girl that's wearing you. This means there's travel. You wish to travel. And then this means you're also going to, um, you guys are going to get a new home. This means a bigger home someday with some money and travel. So they're saying there's a wish come true coming up for travel, a bigger home and money. And then this is, try not to panic, but there's a little baby there too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying away from, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off. Okay, and this is also saying that Heidi is now looking at getting her strength. So you might be interested more in working out than you used to or whatever, you know, that's what that means. She's working on her strength. The ace on that means that she'll be successful. You know what's going to happen? You're going to finally, you're going to get skinny where you want to be and then get pregnant. <laughs> this means if she hangs out and not, not working on herself, she'll get depressed. So there's a big ace for you for working out, walking, jogging, whatever, whatever you're going to have fun doing there. And this means you've also figured out that depression is foolish. Okay, and then this means that for him, we're back to him again, it's saying family on a routine, double aces. So he's going to be a family guy. This is a move coming up. And this would mean between, this means a year and that means a year. So it's saying a move within like two years, you guys move. We're moving on up. Here's romance. Moving to the barn. <laughs> romance expect now this card means it doesn't necessarily mean pregnancy okay it means I've I've labeled that to mean seven to nine months okay All right so it's saying there's romance coming up you know for you guys okay and then this is saying there's just this one guy that's pissing you off the devil's this man here with children he picks on you Okay, and then this grandmother's stepping up now, and she's saying, every once in a while, you got to watch your temper. <laughs> she's saying it in a nice way, if too. If you're, listen, if you're talking to that grandmother, it's your fault. <laughs> you, know, you're, you gave it to me. <laughs> They're saying that you can get wound up at times, okay? Oh, yeah. And then this is saying the whole universe and all the stuff we were talking about, they're saying that that's confusing for him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and it worries you a little bit, Okay. And then this means, okay, this means that when you were a little kid, you didn't want to work. <laughs> okay, it's like, sorrow, I want to play, I do not want to work. Okay, and if you ask him to work, he might get mad. So, I mean, when you were younger, now, in, and also, you're a little kind of Robin Hood guy here. Now, to, uh, okay, and then this is also saying that, um, have you ever thought about nursing? Okay, because they're saying you could have been a nurse. The wife can be a healer. Well, there's more than one way to be a healer. That's true. And then this means you're a winner. And that's how it ended. So, I mean, it's fun, mm -hmm. you know. And then I, I developed also this uh, ability to read in circles like this. Mm -hmm. I actually got these cards. Speaking of New Orleans, I went down in 2000. And uh, the lady that used to read me, her name was Miriam Berry. She was in Bethlehem, and she read till she was 97. Well, I started to go on her when I was 26. So, I mean, I did have that influence of her helping me and, and guiding me along. She was a great, great woman and very successful. At 97, her waiting room was full, like to get an appointment to get in and see her. I mean, she was really great at what she did. Anyhow, I went down to New Orleans and because I used to argue with her about these upside down cards. 
I hate that shit because a card upside down can mean completely something different. Mm -hmm. So that's when I went down to New Orleans. I went to the, they had a, a, what you would call a witch's store there. And I picked up this round deck and I've read it ever since because I think it gives everybody a fair shot at, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's that's the gist of it. There's no big mystery to it. It's yeah. It's, so it's like you can see that it's not like this thing that's like, all right, now Tony, you're gonna be walking down your hallway and yeah, just yeah. like. And I, what I honestly, what I've discovered with this is that like, it only really shows me things when I really need it, mm -hmm. and for like when I'm just like kind of like, yeah, let's get my cards right. I haven't seen like maybe there'll be like something in there for me. It's kind of just like. Yeah, if you need something, we'll show it to you. Mm -hmm. You know. So, so what? What would you say was the biggest takeaway from that reading? Well, what would you say was the biggest takeaway? Well, I'm trying you, to tell you that it's not anything to be afraid of. Yeah. And like I said, if there's people around that want to help you out and say, "Hey, you know what?" And what do we do? Find out. You might have a son. You know. Well, mm -hmm. that's good for you. You know. There's an interest in working out on you. There's an interest in you on. Uh, on uh, also, there's a new house. Yeah, it showed a really beautiful new house for you guys, and a move within two years. So and th and there and it'll sometimes we'll run a general one, and then sometimes people say, "Well, I just want to know about my son." Well, let's run that. Mm -hmm. Now I can do that on anybody. So like, if Timmy's not home, and I'm like, "What's Timmy doing?" I'm like, "What's Timmy doing?" Even <laughs> <Okay, so. Keeping> Tabzine. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, or you can run anybody. So mm -hmm. I mean, the, the idea is just um, it's just a way that I connect. Other people use runes. Other people use visual, mm -hmm. audio, hearing, whatever. And the only reason I even do that anymore is so that people can hear what I'm, see what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. So you were able to follow that story. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's, so instead of me just sitting there going, hmm, you know, there's a grandfather on your father's side and, and there's somebody that had like eight or 10 children. Okay. There's somebody had a big family here that's dead. Okay. So they're showing me that. So I'm the only one hearing that. Mm -hmm. So people are just going, oh, okay, okay. So this at least gives you the pictures that you can see what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. And... It ensures it to me that I'm hearing it right. So I'll do the mediumship first, and then I run the cards real quick just to make sure I'm on the right. Because mm -hmm. sometimes people leave, and they're like, I actually hear this. They'll leave, and they'll go, you got that wrong. And I'm like, what? It says it's mother on the father's side or something. I'm like, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's so one they of those correct things. me. <laughs> yeah. And it's like one of those things It's like you have to learn to trust the, uh, I don't know, uh, trust doesn't seem like the right word. But understand that, like, ultimately, it's like you're the one that's going to have to make the decisions. Mm -hmm. It's like you can, like, I think a lot of people come to her, like, looking for, like, answers and whatnot. It's like, well, like. Or change my life today. Right. Like, or just, like, give me a, a religious experience where you show me, like, my, you know, my grandmother showed, you know, she had this spoon once and I remember the spoon now. It's like, well, like, what's that going to do in the final analysis? Like, it, it makes you, like, happy for a little bit. It's like, it's nice to know that, like, your grandpa parents are watching over but like mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, it's like both of you are gonna have to be the people you want to be you know mm -hmm. you're not gonna doing this isn't gonna make you the the person you want it's gonna hopefully show you some errors or show you you know you're on the right path just keep doing this and like there wasn't in anything in there that was like you know you need to change this or whatever it's just like you know the, the, the kid thing i gotta hot stay i'm sleeping on the couch for the next everybody couple. wants the sun right give me a look yeah. But, you know, now I also use symbols, okay? Mm -hmm. So there, there's some guy over here talking about being a, a knowledgeable and electric. Mm -hmm. So there's an electrician that's dead. Okay. Do you know any dead electricians? <laughs> Not that I know of. Okay. Okay. So you have to ask also because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know what their grandfathers did and all that kind of stuff, okay? My, uh, my, on my dad's side, I really didn't know. Like, I didn't meet my, my, my grandfather on my dad's side 
until like his last couple weeks. Like he was like, so there was some there was some issues there with with uh, my dad's mom and his dad, and they didn't have the greatest marriage. Your sure. family's also beer drinkers. Like they're showing me, we like beer. And we like my beer. grandfather was a he. On my dad's side, he he liked his beer, and uh, my mom's side, he liked beer, but he was more of a rum guy. He liked his rum. Okay, they're also saying they're laughing on you that he's very particular about what pe- things cost. Like I want the best discount or the best price or something on yeah, you. Yeah, so I, I didn't really know my grandpa. Like my both my grandfathers died. Yeah, they're when saying I was really that young. about you. Oh no, definitely. I just buy. It. That's her. <laughs> they're she's, saying like she's every a, little detail. Like I want to. I want the best. Like say four TVs are on sale. I want the cheapest one or whatever for the best quality is on you. Hmm. Well, maybe. Yeah. And also, they're saying on him that he enjoys. They're saying you enjoy being out front, but not all the focus on you. So it's like I want to be out there, but I don't want to be the whole main focus, like the only guy on the stage doing the stuff. Okay. So sometimes behind the scenes, sometimes up front. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also telling me that you're definitely, he's lacking salads and stuff that's good for you and it's too much eating fast and running. Okay, I'm hearing that on you also. Like, don't go through the drive-thru. <laughs> so they're like, sit down and have a meal. Okay. The other thing on you is you have to have comfortable shoes. I don't know what's going on with your feet, but they're saying <laughs> his shoes have to be comfortable to him or he's not going to wear them. So, and sometimes with people like that too, they'll wear their clothes longer than they should because they're comfortable on them. So you have a comfort feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that would you find that as accurate at all? I I was my problem now is I don't buy comfortable shoes because I just go by look. And mm. with without if I don't have comfortable shoes, then I go through really bad body pain. Okay, and I also I feel that on people. Okay, mm-hmm. so you got a, a back issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, as far as your eyesight. The one this size weaker than the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is that true? You yeah. also are very susceptible to smells. Like, you know, if something smells bad, he might be trouble changing diapers for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to gag, okay? <laughs> Do you have a sensitive nose? I, I feel like he tried to grow stuff already and it didn't work, so it's like I'm giving up on that. Um, sinus also link uh, uh. <laughs> and I also have one I have one knee that's bothering me more than the other on you also mm-hmm. um, also I think at one time you might have been to uh, I might have wanted to hit somebody okay so you might have had to learn to restrain yourself on that a little bit but I feel like I'm kind of punch you right in the face kind of feeling on you okay so and don't take my shit so I, mean, I don't know if you were growing up or whatever you didn't like anybody but I have a feeling like that that's my toy or that's my stuff mm-hmm. it bothers him okay also there's some nausea on you in the water so if you go out on a boat or a sea thing you might get a little nauseated and they're saying he has a lot of burping or gas also but that's just stuff I'm here. Now, when you come in for a reading, we're going to sit for an hour and we're going to go through all this kind of stuff. Yeah, now. yeah. So, and some of it will ring true, some of it won't. So, you know? so just to, so, I when I was a kid, my left yeah left eye was almost completely in, I crossed, mm-hmm. and I had a really really bad lazy eye. And as I got older, it actually corrected itself. But it's still like I still have some issues with it every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very interesting because yeah. you know, do you know what that means in a Native American perspective mm-hmm. when. Children are born in Native Americans uh, cross-eyed. They would say you have uh, crow medicine. Okay, so one eye sees what everybody else sees. The other side sees the truth. Crows are cross-eyed. 
So he would have been automatically, as a child, elevated to a medicine man because the, his characteristics. They also did that if children were born with both uh, sexes. Mm-hmm. Then they would understand and be a good judge for people, female and male. Mm-hmm. So they would be immediately elevated to healers and, mm-hmm. and higher uh, shamans within the... Uh, so. Yeah, definitely back in knee pain. One more than the other. Um, how you were saying gas, and I've been having really bad heartburn lately. Okay. I, I, I can't shake it. Like, I'd take a pill almost every... Like, not, I, don't, I try to take as much stuff, but a really bad, like... But the other reflux. thing I'm seeing... Because I've been eating, like, garbage. In my mind's <laughs> eye. As he dances around with his belly. Like, it's like, look at my belly, look at my belly, or something like that. There's yeah. no, me too. Now, if you want to do visualization, I teach that too. Um, I've done this with Timmy already, and, and all my... So, so people say, well, how do I get into another realm? And I say, all right, let's go. And instead of sitting there meditating for 400 hours and clearing your mind and all, because I, I can't do that. I just mm-hmm. have to be online. So you just want to say, okay, let's go to Hawaii. Okay, so we're going to go to Hawaii. You see the palm trees. You see the, the beach and all that. Okay, that tool you're using is what I call your picture Rolodex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we want to go to Hawaii. We want to see the people doing their stuff and the pig roast going and all that. Okay, I'm going to feel the sand. I'm just going to go ahead and walk right onto that beach. Once you can feel yourself on that beach, you are now in, in a, another dimension. Now, people use this to um, imagine when they're in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, what I do try to teach people is you can automatically open this stuff and go in there. Mm-hmm. So when I, can't, when I can't go to sleep at night, I'm going to go ahead and open up my picture of all decks and I'm going down to New Orleans. I, I, right, I and that. I'm gonna kick my way all around the French Quarter. And I'm yeah. gonna have some I, fun. I honestly do that every single night. Like I don't actually go to like. I, there's nights where I will probably get like an hour or two of sleep because most of it I'm in like this weird meditation state where I'm putting myself in a scenario, like that makes me feel good, kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I do it all the time too when I want to go to sleep. Like in my mind too. I have like a, there's this mermaid's castle under the, under the water. Mm-hmm. So I go to Hawaii, right? I'm going out in a ship and then I'm diving down and I'm going through this castle and I'd set it up however I want and all mm-hmm. that. And it's got all these rooms and all this stuff and I can swim through it. Yeah. Puts me right to sleep. But see, for me, I feel like I'm awake the whole night and then I look, I, I, I was like, I come out of it and I feel like, man, I literally sat and daydreamed in my head for four hours, but I wake up feeling like I got a whole bunch of sleep. See, but you're in control of it too. So there's a, there's, I've heard teachings about that being a good practice for enlightenment insofar as it's like you acknowledge the dream. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of enlightenment is the acknowledgement of the dream nature that, that we're living in to, to understand that nature is, and then the reality that we're perceiving is just a dream inside of the beloved is how I interpret it of God's dreaming, you know? Mm-hmm. In the Bible it says that God rested and everything came out of him in his rest. And so we're participating in that. We're dreaming along with him because we, we come from that same source. And so when we have these like hyper-realistic dreams, it's to show you it's like, well, like you're not just the reality that you're perceiving in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're this spirit that can can transcend and go places, you know? And it's, you know, it's, I... I you we, could do astro traveling that way too. That's, or like, that's if I like, want to know what, where my, like a friend is, I, if I can picture their house doing that, go to Hawaii first, and then I get on the beach, right? And then I say to myself, okay, now picture 
you know, Jesse's house. Yeah. Okay, where's her living room? Where's her kitchen? Where's her bedroom? Okay, and then I can look and see if I can find her there. Mm-hmm. Like, is she in the kitchen? Is she in the bedroom? So, I mean, if you mess around with this stuff long enough, you can do all kinds of neat stuff. And, I mean, so there's something... It is what it is. Something right? to be said about... I've had... I have friends who have had drug-induced experiences where they, you know, leave their body and then see a car coming down the road and then they come back into their body and that car drives past that their house or something mm-hmm. like that. So, there's... I, there's something to be said about the chemical makeup of the brain can be altered in such a way that reality, our perception of it shifts. And who's to say what or how we do that? And, and going back to what we talked about at the beginning of just being like we're very primitive beings and insofar as of our understanding of ourselves and of the universe, you know? I mean, science has only existed for 500 years, so mm-hmm. it's like how long have we even gotten a chance to even Explore. study the brain, you yeah. know? The brain's the biggest... The brain... I I get really sour when I... Because I, I used to be in this boat. I used to be very anti-human and, and just shit on us and be of the mindset of, like, this world would be better without us. But it's like the human brain is the most complicated, beautiful thing in this entire universe mm-hmm. and maybe even... A, you know, besides the actual universe itself. And we're not even using all of it yet. Yeah. And so, like, who... And, you know, evolution's not done. Mm-hmm. Like, people think that this is peak because we're, because we're in it and we're mm-hmm. observing, like, what appears to be a plateau, but clearly we're not plateauing. Everything is, a, you know, it's rapidly advancing. And I believe, you know, humans are evolving as well. And Well, it's all your, your perspective, too. Like you said, your eye being lazy like that mm-hmm. in this... In this time frame you would be like oh the guy's got a weirdo eye mm-hmm. whereas if you were raised native american all of a sudden it's like hey everybody you know tony's got it all and he's got yeah. the intuition and all because he's got that eye yeah. so it just depends <clears throat> like when i would study the native americans um one of the things i thought was really scary to me was that they would blacken their eyes out you know some of them and i'm like what the hell's that about you know and then they're saying here they're judges so they're not uh, judgmental. So the eyes are blackened. Well, if you just see somebody like that, it's enough to scare the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. But if you would see a judge, you would understand it. Mm-hmm. Same thing. And a judge okay. is sitting in, you know, a weird robe. And why is he sitting in a weird robe? Well, look at all them wigs in England and shit. You know? uh, so, I mean, it all you represents just gotta, stuff. Well, yeah. the, the wigs were to cover up their, like, syphilis scars <laughs> on their heads. But, Who knows all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, so it's just, we're, I don't it's know. It's just what you're it, exposed to mm-hmm. and all, you know. Yeah. But I don't think there's ever anything to be afraid of. I think the more that you keep an open mind, like I'll watch, I watch ancient aliens and stuff like that, and they're and they're always saying, oh yeah, the aliens came here, and, all, and I'm thinking there's more than that. There's a creator of the aliens, of the people, of the you know. So I mean, keep going further up. Yeah. There's more than the aliens, even. Okay, mm-hmm. somebody created them. So I mean, this universe is so big. It's so big. It's beyond comprehension. It's vast, yeah. Yeah, so I mean to say there's nothing going on but what's going on in my little world and you do need to, you know, have your life while you're here and stuff. Mm-hmm. But all I'm trying to say is, you know, um, I've had a blast, you know, playing with my invisible friends too, if you want to call it that. And I've helped a lot of people out too mm-hmm. that were, you know, in, in not sure of a direction or whatever. But always my mindset is let's get out of this, you know, get out of self-imposed attention. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody gets straight A's. And let's go back and start enjoying the school again and having yeah. some fun here. That's know? the biggest thing for me is I, I, I with the uh, with the disorder thing and the joint pain, growing up an athlete, I didn't really have, like, that was my only identity. But I only did athletic stuff is because it was the only way I could fit in because I never really was, like, I mean, I was, I was kind of forced to be an athlete, but I was never something that I wanted to do. I did it because I wanted to fit in. But the... Uh, 
once the, I, I couldn't do that anymore, I couldn't find, like, but I always found out I'm very creative. I like music. I like communication. I like talking to people. So this is kind of where I just steered me. I don't even know if this is my right path. And you know what? You do it for yeah. a while and, and until you, and then who knows what it can involve to your yeah, own 100%. talk show or whatever, yeah. you know? But to do that, the, if you're doing something that nobody has to tell you to do and it's not your nine to five job, mm-hmm. that really is your calling. Yeah. Okay. And so now we all need to work. I needed to work at AT&T for 20 years to buy the farm and you know, yeah. raise Timmy and feed him and all that fun stuff. But I kept doing this other thing and learning it and all. Yeah. You know? So, you know, you really, if you can make a living doing this, mm-hmm. you, your days would be so much different. Oh, this, you know? if this is my career, I'd have, I would. So that's your be, goal then. It is. To it strive is, yeah. towards it. And that's exactly what I was doing. Well, actually, I wasn't even doing that. When I left AT&T, I picked up the cards and go, how can I supplement my income? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because <laughs> I was only like, forty like years you old. Listening to a podcast and being like, "Man, I wish I knew what I was supposed to do." And it's, it's crazy because I would it's obviously not... love to to have the ho- the house and have the thing, but like right now, like when we have money, like all right, let's pay the bills, and I'm just I'm scheming how to get better equipment to to make my life easier. Like, mm-hmm. like my goal that is was to focus on the reading. They're yeah. saying within two years, okay, you'll have your money, and you can start, you know, doing yeah. what you need to do. Let's hope so. But you know what? There's a reason for that. Because sometimes people are like, why don't I have it now? And I'm like, well, listen, he might need a house with a studio in the back. So if he buys one without it now, it'll mess it up. Mm-hmm. So if, if you just go about your, your life plan and keep doing your thing, mm-hmm. you're going to see that it all, your life makes so much sense in reverse, you won't believe it. Yeah. Like when all this shit was happening to me, I'm like, why am I learning this stuff? And why, do I, why did I get the farm and all this? But when I look back on it in retrospect, it was like everything happened for a reason. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And you learned by everybody that you meet from, you know, that you met. And it's just a chunk of fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I had bad days, too. But this is how I feel about that. It, you know, if I have a problem with somebody, I, in my mind, I put them in detention and I go back out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, if I did it, then I'm going to sit in detention in my mind until I figure it out. But I'm going back and doing the school. Yeah. So, you know, lighten up on yourselves. There's no way you're going to get straight A's. So, you know, take a C and leave. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I do. That's I always my give myself a C. Cause I, yeah, because I'm, I'm... At least a, if I took the class, you know, that counts. Yeah, I'm pretty hard on myself, so it's just like, a C's a passing grade. You know, it's like, obviously, you know, you can do better and to learn, but, yeah. like, understand that, like, you're not completely failing. Yeah. You know? That's my thing. I see, like, like I, I, I've done something, and I'm like, man, I could have done it so much better if I would have done this, this, and then I just, like, beat myself up over it. Well, you learn more by what you did wrong than what you did. Yeah, right. and then and then like even going to like like people say, well, you making money with this yet? And I'm like, no. And they're like, why? I'm like, because I'm more or less, I'm doing this for me mentally, but the end product and the gain is more for the people that sit across from me in the microphone. And the experience yeah. for yourself. You're yeah. going to learn. You know, like I I remember thinking, why did I spend 20 years in communications? Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out I'm going to end up teaching and giving classes and doing what I yeah. do and all. You know, so I mean, it all linked. Mm-hmm. And who would have thought that selling telephones for AT&T and it wasn't, you know, I was selling PBXs for businesses. Yeah. And so we were putting in phone systems for hospitals and car dealerships and funeral homes. I was everywhere talking to people yeah. and all that. And that actually is part of what, so now when I have to sit down and talk to people, it's like, oh, big deal. I did it for 20 years. I mm-hmm. know how to do it, you know? So you're learning so much just by doing this. But the fact that you are self-motivated to go home from work when most people would just vert, you know, turn on the TV, now I'm going to get dressed, drag my wife down here into some barn where she doesn't know where she's going. That is so cool. Mm. That is showing me a personality of someone. Seriously, 
that's going to be a winner in life because you're you're not just sitting around going i'm waiting for life to happen to me Mm -hmm. you know so you're setting up your wing you're doing your thing you got also when you're making your schedules like you should have recess every day like these people waiting for three weeks vacation i'm like you're going to be depressed who would want to do that Mm -hmm. when you were in elementary school and that's what they said this is equivalent to you had your milk, you had your naps, <laughs> yeah. you, you had up. recess, right? <laughs> you took a couple classes. You know, people are like, why am, I, why am I depressed? I said, what are you taking? You got calculus, English, you know, uh, freaking chemistry, geometry, biology. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, in your life, you want to schedule it the same way. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you have time to get up. You want to make sure you're doing the classes you enjoy. You want to pick some good classmates and you want to you wanna, uh, study what interests you. Now, the whole school's open. So, like, I thought, okay, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to make stained glass. So, I took a stained glass class, okay? It was way harder than I thought it was going to be. It's <laughs> like, I'm at the point now where I'll pay for my stained glass. And so, once I figured out the process. So, now, did I consider myself a failure? No. I took the class. I gave myself a C. There's other people that are straight A's in it. Not my class. Mm-hmm. You know, I even said this about, like, Michael Jackson. He might have got an A in music class. The guy was great. Mm-hmm. But his other classes maybe need some more work. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> all right? There's something got to F then. Yeah. yeah. yeah so sure. we all, don't we all, right? Yeah. So, like, certain people can get A's in certain classes, you know, but you, you want to make sure you have a well-rounded, you know, schedule mm-hmm. and you want to put it together yourself. Yeah. So when you're 18 and under, you kind of have to do what they tell you to do. Like, you have to take school and you have to, you know, learn all the stuff and how to tie your shoes. I'm still working on it. With Timmy and the seven days a week, he just doesn't get it. It took me five years to teach him the seven days of the week. We're just naming, we're just naming <laughs> weird time loops. Oh. It's weird. We don't need a memory. Well, he still doesn't know right from left either. But anyhow, you, ha- you do this. It's just become about my flaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this idiot doesn't know his right from his left. I tried every ditty. There's a ditty. There are seven days. There are seven days. There are seven, seven days, days in the week. week. Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You got it. Finally at 30. Yeah. He'd go, I'd sing it to him. And he'd go back and he'd go, go you ready? Yeah. So then he go, okay, Monday, Wednesday, 40 Thursdays. And I'm like, Tim. Oh 40 Thursdays. Yeah. So we all have something that we get hung up on. Yeah. But anyhow, when you're growing up, you got to do the first 18 years at school and all that other mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But then you get to, when you're, you know, 18 or whatever, all the way up to 80. So what do you have, 60 years to do the school? And you can pick whatever classes you want. It's all a bunch of big, huge classrooms. Mm-hmm. So go in and try them. If you don't, you know, I, I play the guitar. I'm not Janis Joplin. You know, I can sing a ditty or two. You know, it, it, I gave myself a C. You know, and I enjoy it. I use it when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, go through the school, enjoy it. Meet some people. Set up your wing. Set up your class. I couldn't find a classroom that looked like this. So I thought, I'm just making Margie's classroom. And this is what goes on here. <laughs> These are the rules. Yeah. You know, and go back to enjoying the school. It's supposed to be fun, guys. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be having a good time. Yeah. And if you're not, then you need to change your schedule or change your classmates and get yourself doing what you, you know, the yeah. same way you did when you went from middle school to high school. Yep. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, even just starting this this project up, I, I definitely changed. I changed some of the people around me. I changed, like, I like my job. Um. So if you're listening, I do like my employment. Um, but <laughs> but the, the entire time I'm there, I'm thinking to myself, like, how, like, all I think about is this project, like, and the shows I do. 
Um, there's some shows that I enjoy doing more than others, and certain ones like so I, it goes through like a phase where I'm like, oh, this show's not really doing what I would want it to do right now, and then I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to give up on it. I just got to see how I can make it better or take a different route to it. You know That's what I mean? Right. Like, or you're tweaking your schedule. Yeah. But you know, my point was when you were 18 and under, you had to do what we said. Yeah. From 18 to six, you know, 80. Not your your, your knock game. yourself out. Make yeah. your own schedule. But put in a recess every day. Have some fun. Mm -hmm. You know, make sure you take sleep. It's important. You yeah. need to lay down and take a nap. The body needs to shut off for a while. You know. Yeah, I got to figure that part out. You know. Uh, yeah. So here we are, back to basics. You know, have yeah. your milk, have your grains. You're eating not stop, so great. Stop eating gr garbage. Yeah, they want you to eat salads and stuff. I didn't want to say the word to people, but. Hey, I live You've on trying to get chips and Twinkies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you when you do the media thing too, is there has there ever had a situation where someone like they want to ask a question and you can find that answer, or is it is it is that too broad? No, it's a great question. Mm -hmm. uh, remember when I said it's like kind of one way? Mm -hmm. So when I do my readings first, um, I'll I'll sit down and I'll tell you everything I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Okay, and usually we hit on it. Yeah, on what they came in to know. Okay. But if not, I can do it the other way. Mm -hmm. I prefer to have them because, remember, they censored it. Yeah. So if they're not telling me something, it might be because that person can't handle the... Or isn't ready to hear it right now. Okay. So I prefer them coming to me. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, can you do it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I would rather hear it the other way around. Okay. Because there's always a, a weird thing Because it's the I, always, I was always curious about. Well, it's like, I guess the idea of, like, again, we're, we're looking at, okay, so it's like you have, you have three players in the game. You have whatever's happening up here. You have my mother, my operator. mother, being, you have yeah. the <laughs> operator in the middle, and then you have the person down here. Right. And so these people appear, the people who were, in, for lack of a better term, like in charge of the show. And they, yeah. they can see, they, they know what's happening, they understand. Like that, this is not ready for you yet. Right. So yeah. it's like, they look down at this person and be like, well, of course you don't know, because you're not ready to know. Mm -hmm. Like, You'll know when you you're supposed to. That's know. why I prefer to just do it that way. Yeah, you know, rather than go the other way. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I think that I mean that's most well, of the time when people come in, I'm going to say to them, "Listen, you know, whatever it is you want, let's hear what I'm hearing first, mm -hmm. and then if we hit on it, great. If not, let's do the cards. If we don't hit on it there, then I'll do that." Yeah. I'll, I also okay. one of the I heard, this was some advice given by a spiritual teacher named Ramdas, which I thought was really good. Was it's uh, an awesome name. Yeah, it means uh, a servant to God. Okay. Yeah. But, That's um, a cool comic book name. Yeah, Ram Das. Rami D is what Pete uh, Holmes calls him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he said, um, he's like, all because, it, all because if something speaks to you and doesn't have a body, that doesn't mean that you have to believe it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you heard a bunch of things tonight, whatever, whatever. Hey, and, listen. And then, like, just it's up to you to be like just because whenever my mom reads my cards i always am just like okay like i don't i don't really ever take anything with me i'm just kind of like i'll take i'll let it kind of pass through me mm -hmm. and if any whatever sticks like i'll be uh one of those if you're mining for gold you pick it up and you kind of shift through it so it's just like let whatever needs to go through go through and then like like this actually happened with my girlfriend one time it's like she'll point out it's like oh your mom read your card and this thing actually happened to you and i'm like oh i didn't even I didn't yeah. even realize that, you know, because yeah. I wasn't looking for it. Mm -hmm. So it's more of like when I get my cards read for her, it's just like, what are the potential futures and where, like, where should I aim towards? And, mm -hmm. and I mean, honestly, really for me, have I ever gotten like, you should do this? It's more of just like, all right, here's the fields. Here's how you're feeling. It's kind of like a, it helps you process the reality that you're seeing in front yeah. of you. Because I think that's something that's a little bit different from how my mom normally reads cards is to 
how she read your cards tonight is you know people pay for her services so mm -hmm. they're like oh i don't go to the tire shop when i don't need new tires yeah. you know so it's like people go to a psychic when they need a psychic you mm -hmm. know so there's times like i said earlier it's like i'll just have my cards read and just be like yeah like i'm having a shitty week thanks for reinforcing that like spirits. <laughs> like i know that and i'm glad that you know it and like yeah. we can all see it and like it's even if it's like i mean that's the big thing about recovery programs is that like they just need other people to say yeah like i'm an alcoholic too mm -hmm. you know so it's just like to see that like i think at my for my mom at this point like how many cases are you hearing that are original? Like people coming in and being like, oh, this happened to me. And it's like, yeah, I haven't heard that. F you have, you were in a traumatic car accident. Okay. Yeah. Like you and a whole hundred other people. Yeah. So yeah. it's like at a certain point you're like, okay, I can see what the, you know, the proper responses to this. And it's just, well, it, the one thing I do do though. Well, I wanted to back up to one thing here. You were saying, you know, how I said you, when you hear what you're hearing in your head, lock the door. Did you mm -hmm. lock the door? That kind of stuff. I always say to people this too. If you're hearing go kill 20 people, you're sick, go to the hospital. Yeah. You know, so there's a difference between hearing voices and hearing, you know, yeah. your inner, your, yeah. your, and I think, uh, you know, when they call it the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, that's mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost in my mind is who's telling me to drive slower and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But yeah, if I start hearing go kill 20 people or whatever, then you need to go to the hospital. There's something yeah. wrong with you. Have yeah. you ever have you ever heard like um, but it's no reason a, a, vo not to use your a voice or a message and you didn't and you knew it wasn't for you. It was for somebody else, but you weren't around anybody at the time. Did you ever have you ever had that? Not really, no. no? Like, I, I mean, you know, you said, like, if I, if I say, I told you I always leave it on. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in line at the grocery store, I might start hearing some shit. I think that there's Have you also, ever gotten, like, a message for somebody? Yeah, though? but I will never, like, I would never do what they do on TV where they just stop people randomly and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I always set it up to the, again, with the council. If mm -hmm. they, if you have something you want to tell them, you bring them here. I don't advertise. I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. You know, people just kind of land here when they need to. Mm-hmm. So, so I, it like, is what it is. You how know? I kind of like try to wrap it around in my head is like, I imagine that like, and she uses this analogy as well, is like the idea of the internet. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we can't see the internet, but yet it's happening all around us, yeah. satellites, the whatever, cloud. the cloud, you know? Yeah. So it's like the idea of, you know, Young uh, and Freud thought of the idea of the collective subconscious, you know? And so it's like, well, the question is, is, is that, uh, a thing that we just use to describe how the th four of us interact or is there an actual, mm -hmm. you know, thing? And yeah. is that pool able to be swam it? So if there's, you know, if my consciousness is connected to it and yours and yours and yours and every person that's ever lived, who's to say that we can't tap into it? Because again, it's, it was the same energy in that same pool. So mm -hmm. it's like you jump out in the lake here and you scoop up some of the water, you go to the other side, you scoop up some of the water. It's, different scoops of water but it's the same water yeah you know so it's and this is i think a little bit of a difference between my mom and i's just how we view the world as i am a lot more into like the oneness of the everything <laughs> no. No, i'm more into like the oneness and understanding that like the voices inside of your head are all you and they're just different aspects of you but the you that is you transcends just this you it's mm -hmm. the universal you yeah and that's where you're tapping into and so She's a little, she likes the idea of like the characters more, whereas I'm like, we're all connected, we're all one, mm -hmm. like it's just all one big. I, I'm definitely on the again. fence between both of you. Like, I have mm -hmm. a lot of your mindset where I, I, I overthink and I look for like the why, 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 and then mm -hmm. I have a lot of similarities with her when it comes to like kind of keep it more simple and things work a little like. So, I, that's my like, I was kind of telling you when we sat down, is like, I. I always try to be the jack of all trades. I wanted to be amazing at everything. And then when I kind of started going, okay, 
Tony, you're never, you're like, I'm not going to say never, but right now is not time for you to learn how to play bass and not mm-hmm. time for you to learn how to play guitar or learn how to get uh, become a singer. I know you like singing. Sing in your shower, sing in your car, but that's not your life right now. Like, well, you know what? You never know what it's going to... Like, I took guitar when I was a kid. I had yeah. seven years of lessons, and I was never... It never natural for me, just like I can learn it, mm-hmm. okay? But I wasn't... You know, I knew, like, this is not... Yeah. You don't have a natural so, like, ability. So, I, I, I hung out with, with, with a band for oh, about two years, and I was like, man, I would love... Like, I always just tell them all the time, like, I would love to just be able to pick up an instrument or be able to sing. Like, I, I, would, I wouldn't even talk. I would sing everywhere I go. Like and I would I would love to just make that connection with that and then when I start doing the podcast I'm like man I can make the connection with a band and do music but not so much me performing I can say hey go check out churches That's and trains favorite. and mm-hmm. go and promote that band so yeah. other people can then can enjoy it as well so right. I kind of took a different angle. That's funny though because then you're reading it came up a little bit about them saying you like the spotlight but I don't want to be the entertainer. Yeah, <laughs> like I just. Well, I mean that's what the whole idea of your podcast is like. Yeah. I'm here's my podcast for other people. Exactly. That's you know? pretty much. But my point with me learning the guitar was mm-hmm. when he got old enough. Um, he's like you know mom and I'm like here Tim here's a G here's a you know. Yeah. So I gave him like four chords. Well, he comes down. He's like, "How's this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What the hell?" Uh, yeah. You know, again, that family out in LA—they yep. all can play instruments. Yeah. So, uh, so it, the, me taking that guitar class might not have been just for me. It was just like you said. To I was pass able it on. to, yeah. You know, here's yeah. a guitar. Knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out there's somebody that really knows how to play it naturally. You know. Yeah. So I mean, who knew? Yeah, a lot of my a lot what I'm what I've been finding out too is where most of my life or for a long long time for the 32 years i've been here i've always tried to be the jack of all trades i always kind of even when like we were a kid and we'd play like superheroes i'm like i'm the chameleon and they're like why i'm like because i can transform into anything i want (laughs) and they're like well that's not fair because if we say i'm a fire guy and you're just like oh i can change into your street like i like you're over you're making yourself over powerful and then I, that's kind of how I always lived my life to like i want to be good at this 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 and this and then i learn about it and then i like kind of like ADD I'm like I'm bored not this one and then up oh, next one that's right though that's yeah. you going through the school and it's yeah. just like I said full of all these classrooms mm-hmm. so you know people are like if I can't I'm not taking that class unless I know I can get an A and I'm saying take them all yeah even if you get a C or a D you yeah. know so <clears throat> but you want to experience the school as much as you can but like it, so. it's, it's benefited me doing this because then if someone sit down and goes oh I want to have a conversation about this topic I can then tap in and go, well, I, I mess around with that topic for about four or five months, and then I can kind of have an idea of... So it, it actually groomed me in retrospect now to, like, I can have a conversation. Like, there's other people who do podcasts or interviews, and they're like, well, I can't interview this type of person because I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. Where I'm saying, I don't know not, not about not use enough about it. natural curiosity. But, but I, I use my natural curiosity, yeah. or I use a point in my life where I kind of focused on that for a little bit mm-hmm. and like I have that weird Jeopardy knowledge where you know I, what I mean I look like, at what all you're going to learn and all the neato people you're going to meet yeah you know? it's I insane think this is great because yeah. for me too it's a chance because everybody wants like everybody that comes in it's like how'd you learn how to do this how, and so you're like I was born in the wagon of a traveling show you know after yeah. a while it's like I'm sick <laughs> of telling the story so when Timmy's like hey I can put you on this thing and then if people really want to know they can go ahead and watch it and you don't have to keep saying it for the next 30 years. And I'm yeah. like, that would be swell. Let's do that. You yeah. know? <laughs> so, I mean, that ability for you guys and your generation to reach out. Like when we wanted to find books on this stuff, you can see there's a library here and over in here. I mean, we had to go buy the books. We had to study it. We had to learn it, you know, and, and teach ourselves and all this other stuff. You guys with this with this Internet. The dot, but app. 
Yeah, you know, and again, but there's something to be said. Like, like if you go to a Wikipedia page and you read, you know, the summation of the Civil War, if you gather every book ever written, it would make that article look like a napkin. Yeah, you know, like there's just so much information out there. Yep, and especially like on rich topics like history or spirituality, like just stuff that just you can mine from for mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. Like I was, we were talking off mic about. Christianity in Ethiopia mm-hmm. because that's like its own crazy thing. Yeah. And it's just, that's just this one weird It's like an trip. off branch. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like, of just, or just reality of you're just like, there's crazy people in Ethiopia that think they have the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. That's fucking bonkers. Like, <laughs> let's read about that. Let's see Indiana these... Jones stuff. Yeah. But the other thing I said to the kids is, you know, we were on dial up. Like, so I'm dialing up to my council. You guys are high-speed internet, you yeah. know? So who knows how far who you can connect with, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm doing it the old-fashioned way, the way I was taught, and you know? and But these kids nowadays that are coming in to learn, you know, they're like, I'm not only can do that in a minute, but I can do this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, that's great. Go for it, you mm-hmm. know? The other day I played Mario Kart with a 16-year-old, and they, they played with two controllers. This is the first time they ever played Mario Kart. Played with two controllers and got first and second. Well, just wait until what system? Switch. So it was it was a it was a four place person thing. They played with two, and so like with the switch, like you can turn on and like Mario Kart, so it's like easy. But like she was playing against people that have played like many times before. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even all the setup. I mean, I hate to tell you, but like 20 years from now, your kids are going to go, Dad, seriously, look at the microphones, yeah. look at the stuff. Oh, my God, how did you even plug it she in? keeps saying kids. It's freaking me out. <laughs> and life gonna, goes on. Yeah, I was going to say, because there's going to be, even if they're not your kids, there's, yeah. there's hopefully going to be kids. I've seen kids, so there's going to be a future. Yeah. So that's probably So what good. I do yeah. tell people, though, is to try and leave a mark on the school and not necessarily, you know, crapping it mark. up. I like, yeah. I'm like a graffiti. Like, yeah. Don't carve a dick into the you No, know, but the I'd desk. like to leave something. <laughs> <laughs> when I die that says I was here and so I wrote that book I think that that's a great it's yeah. called Welcome to the Earth University it never got published but I sold over 2,000 copies just to friends and stuff and now I just give it away but that is a great help like a 101 start mm-hmm. on the spiritual journey for me anyhow I always, I always tell her like we, we always have like, we every now and then we have some deep conversations <laughs> and we were talking about always like leaving a legacy and she was like I didn't I, I, I'm not and I'm like I'm, I'm not really I mean I am but on a different scale like for a long time well, I coached mark on the school yeah you know? I, I left I coached soccer for a long time and, and I still have some players that come to me and I, it makes me feel great when they say like hey you, the way you not only try to teach me soccer but teach me life t- lessons as well was awesome like the Dude, podcast yeah. someone can listen to an episode and say you know the episode with Tim really inspired me to go take this route and do this for myself. Now I'm living in Asia. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, this one time, this guy, I barely remember this. Like, this is half of a memory. A guy messaged me one night and was like, "I'm having a really rough night. Like, and I don't think I said anything like enlightened at all. It's just like, I'm sorry, man. Like, keep your chin up. It gets better." Years later, I ran to the guy at a bar and he's like, "Man, you really helped me that night. Like, you have no idea." And I'm like. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, and I barely remember it. Yeah. And it was like the most important thing for that man at that time. Yeah. And but like, you know, I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just like, I literally like that's just right. was a nice person. That's why like another thing too, like people, it, it goes two ways where people are like, man, this guy's really weird, but I'm like a hugger. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I walk up to people I'm like, oh, and I give up. I'm a, not. Oh, yeah, I'm a <laughs> hugger. Hugging her is like trying to get a hug from like a, 
sack of potatoes or a yeah. cat in a bag. Yeah. You just like it just like I yeah. try to not get myself to but do it. I so connect this way. Yeah. So you're still gonna feel connected to me. I'm hundred percent. But it's yeah, the craziest it's thing. Not. Like everyone's like she's the warmest person in the world but just doesn't hug people. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I guess it's because it's like, well, don't touch me. She always she have it she out always, there. She yells me, stop hugging people because not, not everyone likes it. And I'm like, I I, I just I can't help it. He tells it. me to stop talking to everybody. He's yeah. like, you're talking to people you don't know. And I do that all the time too. I yeah. hug and talk. So I'm the worst, oh. the worst of both but worlds. What, what Timmy was saying, it is really all about helping each other get through 100%. the school. You know? Yeah. And so... People say to me, well, you do have a psychiatry degree. And you have, I said, listen, I don't have shit, but I got divorced, and I can tell you how to get divorced. You yeah. need to go up to the courthouse. You need to get a lawyer. You know. So if I took the class, then, yeah, I can help you, Yeah. in my opinion, because I have experience in that. Well, that's what wisdom is. <coughs> wisdom isn't you – can't, you can't be handed wisdom. You can only gain wisdom, yeah. right? So well, it's and they're like, giving certificates out for anything anymore. It's like right. you want to be a you – know, you know, well, like all because you certified have whatever they can print it off in the thing, and now I'm a certified gemologist or whatever, you know. So, yeah, or just I mean, we talk about like people that like go to weekend courses on shamanism, and now they're like, I'm a shaman. It's like, well, see, that upsets me when I hear that, too. Yeah, because it's like the idea of a true shaman has been here for generations upon generations upon generations. Yeah, and you read an app, yeah, and like now you have this fun app on your phone, yeah. Now I'm a doctor because yeah. a shaman is an equivalent of that, you know, and not only that, a doctor, a lawyer, an Indian chief, you know, a yeah, council leader. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's a big deal to be a, to say that name, and so they're like, for two ninety five, two hundred ninety five dollars, we can teach you how to be a shaman, and you're good to go. And it's I'm like, just that should like, be you something know, that's just oozing out of you, like yeah. to the point well, like your eyes are crossed when mm-hmm. you're born, you know, yeah. like because it's like shaman is in you or so much, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, but it's just disrespectful to the people that have studied, you know, mm-hmm. like people will read a book, how to read tarot cards, and they'll open up, you know. And now I'm, I went down and and did that one day. I thought I'll get my cards read because Miriam died and anybody go to. And I do my own, but I thought, hey, it's fun for me to do. So I went down into this place and then I went in and this girl's like, you know, I shuffled the cards and she goes, well, I can't read you. And I'm like, why? Like, I couldn't be any more easy going. You know? like, What's yeah. the problem? She goes, I just, I just can't read you. I said, listen, if you got a sign up there that says you're a tarot card reader, I'm assuming that you either have some kind of relationship with this deck or you have studied it in some sort, you know, just like you say, and I do podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, if I sit down and you go, oh, I don't know how to hook this stuff up, I'd be like, well, what the hell is the matter with you? You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, listen, you need to take that sign down. And if you truly have an interest in this, you need to go home and study it and practice it on people and learn your trade. I said, but don't just go hanging up a shingle that says you're a tarot card reader. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, you're killing us. Yeah. As you know, because these fakes and all this other crap going on, you know, people won't trust you. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it gives the whole industry a bad name. Yep. You know, so I said, I'm not going to yell at you for for not, um, you know, reading me. Or I said, I want my 10 bucks back or whatever she charged me. You know? <laughs> now that she said you couldn't, she re- when she said she couldn't read you, did you tell her that you she, were? No. No. But she could not even give me like an explanation. I'm, t- I'm saying, listen, this is a card game in a sense. So, I mean, you're, you're hanging up a sign that says, you know how to play Uno. Yeah. I'm coming out, I'm like, let's play Uno. And you're like, oh, I can't, you can't play with me. And I'm like, what the hell, you know? Yeah. So I, I took that. I got really, uh, that was probably the only time I ever yelled at anybody. But I'm like, take your sign down and put down your tent, you mm-hmm. know. You're pissing me off. Yeah. There's people that in all, you know, I talk about being easygoing and all that. But I have studied this now. And I've been doing it for 30 years. So, you know. And so, yeah, there's something to be said for that, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas, you know, instead of people just putting up a sign. Now, I will gladly teach you. I don't have any secret. I showed you, you know, all kinds of shit tonight. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you want to learn, and I taught all these other girls, they can teach you. You know, it's no big secret. I'm not about hiding shit. I'm an open book. Yep. Just contact her at, at the information you'll see below, right? Yeah. But, but I mean, have fun again, guys. When you're putting your schedule together for the year, 
or for daily or whatever you're tweaking it, you know, have two or three majors in your life. You got to work, you got to raise your kids, stuff like that. Okay, the other seven. It's not your you know, kids, someone else's kids. The other know. seven classes, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, and so what if you don't get an A in ice cream making? I'm trying it while I'm here. You yeah. know? And so start laughing at yourself when you don't get stuff right. Yeah. You know? It's okay to it's, it's okay to fail. That's why all the classrooms are there. You mm-hmm. know? Now, if you want to try to stay out of rape class and murder class and all that other shit, that'd be really great because the less people that are doing that, the uh, classes will demanifest if no one's using them. Okay? Like at one time we were throwing Christians to the lions and all that. Not cool anymore. Classroom went away. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. So yeah. we are literally, by our actions and our own thoughts and all that, creating our own classrooms. Yeah. So why not set up your own wing, have a blast, have your friends over, enjoy life, and let's get rid of this doom and gloom crap. Yeah. Know? So uh, on, uh, to, to conclude, is there anything you want to uh, put out there, plug, talk about? No, I would just uh, encourage anybody who's spiritually interested uh, to contact my mother or myself and yeah we'll we'll show you the right places to go hopefully for what you know if we don't know we know who knows yeah Yeah. so that's kind of cool too it's like people say you know i want to learn reiki i'm like well then you're gonna have to call donna because i don't know shit about it i mean i know about it Mm -hmm. but i'm not a practicing reiki you know person Mm-hmm. You didn't so, take your class for two ninety five. No, and so I do a lot of the hallway stuff. You know, like I always feel like people show up at my place when they're running amok in the hallways of the school. It's like, where do I go now? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. How about back to homeroom? Yeah, and figure out what you want to do while you're here. <laughs> That's a good analogy. I like that classroom <laughs> analogy. Well, yeah. you'll love the book too. It's yeah. a great read. It's called Welcome to the Earth University, and like I said, I have it on. You we can, put it up online for free when we were doing our podcast. We did an episode yeah. on Is it. Your, so. Can you still find your podcast? Yep, it's still up there. So I'll, I'll send that and like I'll link. I'll send you a link. Yeah, we did like what five or six of them. We did like eight. We were. Yeah. I'll, so, I'll listen to it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was just us talking. Dude, I, do, I love this type of conversation. I would love to well, definitely. There's no right and wrong either. So yeah. Timmy's like, well, what are you hearing? I'm like, well, this is what I was told. What were you told? Yeah. Well, so yeah, we're talking like that. Well, that's. Know? I think the conversation stemmed from like a place of me trying to understand these things in a in a because i was this wasn't from her i was handed a christian worldview and lived within it and was told that this is the the proper way in which reality functions and that acts that fell apart and so i'm like well i still believe that there is something a there's it's the word god has an actuality behind it i just don't know what it means and Mm -hmm. so it's like i needed to talk to her and and read a bunch of stuff to just kind of just get to figure out well what are we really talking about here when you mm-hmm. say these things or is it similar to like the idea of like a council is that similar to a, a holy ghost in the in the christian tradition that's what a lot of that podcast is of just like so when you say this is it similar to me talking about this like these ideas and blah 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 blah. cool yeah yeah because i i'm a big fan of study at all like and, and so you like to meditate well you don't have to be a buddhist to do that yeah. you can grab that skill and use it I, I, you can I was go gonna, to a acupuncture person you i can, was gonna do that yeah. was it it's called tm transcendental meditation yeah i was gonna do that until they contacted awesome. me and said i had yeah. to pay like a thousand dollars it's the dumbest thing in the world I, i'll teach you trans transcendental meditation right now <laughs> and it's just just don't focus on what's in front of you just let it all pass in front yeah. of you you're already transcended yeah like and that's see okay so here's here's what people don't understand is this is the idea of the chakras. The chakras are the things that set up your foundations as a person. And again, I'm not, this isn't my religion, but this is just my understanding of it is. So you have these foundations and there's already the transcended reality that is a part of your physicality because we all have transcended 
experiences and we say transcendent because it feels you know out of body or universal it's like well that already exists in you dummy you're not going anywhere mm -hmm. you're existing within your body and it's a it's your perception that's changing you're going into the universe yeah, just like gravity you either feel connected or you right. don't so it's right. like yeah. you're not like so these uh, this idea of transcendental meditation where they have to teach you a thousand dollars to just understand that you already have the divine within you is the that's insulting to me because mm -hmm. yeah it's that's just an insult so to there's no the right or wrong spirit. what you're doing is you're going through the school and you're collecting a puzzle piece i like to think of it this way as a big puzzle piece jigsaw mm -hmm. puzzle okay so i'm learning this from timmy learning this from you i'm picking up this from her you know i'm taking a pottery class i'm learning uh, you know about buddhism i'm learning about the egyptians and so i'm adding this all to my experience of being here mm -hmm. you know and growing my soul mm -hmm. yeah and trying to have fun doing it. Yeah. You know? Let's try to wrap this up, I guess, where we can just keep rambling. No, because I have to go stuff. to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll wrap it up there. I want to thank you so much for, for welcoming us to the, the Mermaid Castle and the barn. It was so much fun. Uh, anytime you guys if, if you have a conversation or something you want to bring up back to the table, contact me. We'll get, we'll, we'll get back here in a heartbeat. You'll uh, probably never get me to do this yeah. again, but at least it's out there. Yeah. Right? No, it was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. And, and, and for the record, I still I have both testicles. There you go. Yeah, so, so. You know, you just, like I said, I had to ask myself, like, how do I know that? And it's like, that, I don't that, know how I know that. Yeah. I heard it. So. But if you guys liked what you hear and you definitely want to help out, we do have a merch page. I'll link in the description below. You can buy some cool merch. Um, you can contact her at the Mermaid Retreat. All that information will be below, too. And if you don't want to buy merch and you still want to help us out, we do have a PayPal as well. So that'll wrap it up for interviews with everyday people. Well, doesn't you say, too, that they need to hit the subscribe button yes, or something? Yes, yes. So if you, if you watch this and you definitely enjoy it or even if you don't and you, you just, made it this far yeah. yeah if you made it this far just hit that subscribe button please yeah. um <laughs> if i get so far youtube starts paying me for this so yeah we're trying to get you some money buddy yeah. and like and i yeah i'd like to wrap this up too and just say i just want to thank everybody that ever came here that enjoyed the farm that donated stuff you know you mermaids are kicking it best ever girls mm -hmm. that stick together i mean they really do they help each other out and they they all they all have their own skills and everybody jumps in to help when any, when anybody needs it you know it's, it's amazing and so it is what it is but we've enjoyed it and like it, i would just say to you guys you know try and lighten up go back to enjoying the school if you're in classes that you don't want to be in get out of them yeah you know make a plan to change mm -hmm. plan to change like i don't want to run home and change everything but i want to think okay what don't i like i don't want to be in this classroom anymore or with these people or whatever and make a, uh, an adult plan to, to move to another classroom. Yeah. More home-cooked meals and salads. There you go. One of my grandfathers and told babies. me. And babies. And workouts. Like, oh, <laughs> Workout, no babies, no babies. Uh, that's right. your... You know, that's the only thing we're not taking out of this. But <laughs> that's the one. That's where why said, that little poor card was upside down. He's yeah. like, I'm still over in heaven. They won't birth me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're, you're gonna stay there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll change your mind. How old are you? I'm 32. So the one of the just real fast. One of the main reasons why we don't is because with my joint disorder, I'm terrified that it could because it is a genetic thing, and I don't want it to be worse than it is now and i don't know what the future holds for me when it comes to my disorder like in 10 years i don't know if i'll be able to walk if i'll be able to pick up my kid if i'll be able so i don't want to like i'm at the point i'm kind of being like not just because we both are at the same point like if we had a kid cool well, you well know. maybe you end up adopting maybe 
but um, open your mind. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just one of those things where if it, and we're not we're not very financially secure yet either. So we'd yeah, be afraid to have it. Like and now people say, well, no one's ever financially secure to have a kid. But we're we try to, you know, if we're gonna have a kid, we wanted to give everything we didn't. So. And we're at the point where... And you where know what? Life changes and what you think you want one year to the next hey, and listen, all, it all changes. If, if the cars are telling me in two years I have money in a new house, we'll, we'll pop a kid out. <laughs> <laughs> or you could even have one. You know, you never know. Yeah. And so we'll see. Hey, it's not up it's, to me. He's up there. He's upside down yet. So, you know, yeah. we'll see if he comes in or not. You know? yeah, we'll see. But just like you said, go back to just enjoying the... It's probably great. It's probably better we have a boy than a girl. Because if we had a girl, forget about it. This eternal life with, thing is She'll get away with murder. It's a hoot. So, it, yeah. you know, enjoy your 80 years here. There's 80 more to come after that and 100 more after that and a bazillion yes. more after that. And so. But thank you guys so much. That'll wrap yeah. it up with interviews at Everyday People. Check out the links below. And uh, thank you guys once again. That'll do it. I hope I didn't talk too long. <laughs> Maybe it happens. <laughs> Just edit it. Oh, my God. My ears are sweating. <laughs>